Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome back to everybody that has been loyal to Market Mondays. Welcome to anybody that is new to Market Mondays. Um, we're going to get we're going to get to it. We're going to have some fun. Talk about stock market. We got some great guests that will join us today. So um, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. As always, as always, hope everybody is uh, prospering right now. It was a crazy day in the market. I know it you, was crazy. It was up and Beautiful down. Day. Yeah, it was one of those like, oh, man, this is great. Oh, this is great. Yeah. This is cool, too. <laughs> up and down, seesaw. Like the Dow Jones. What, what was the rest of it, Jay-Z? Gold prices up and down like it's Wall Street homes. It's worse than the Dow Jones. Jones. And now brown all over that brownstone. Shout and look, you Hove. are now gone. Shout out to Hove, man. Shout out to my brother, Dame Dash. Get out, just got off the phone with him. Your name actually came up in that conversation. You know, I'll, I'll fill you in later. Shout out to Biggs. Yeah, shout out to Biggs, Dame. brother. Yeah. Yeah, 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 man. Shout out to the... Shout out to my brother just walking in clean from the gym. <laughs> Yes. Shout, yeah. Nah, Rockefeller, man, they played a major part in everything that we do. So shout out to them. Absolutely. Uh, and shout out to everybody who tuned into that Breakfast Club interview. If you haven't, oh, you baby. played yourself, but it's okay. I mean, we can give you. You still got a chance. We didn't get to two million yet. We right there. We right there. <clears throat> I got a good feeling by tomorrow we're going to hit two million. So shout out to everybody that tuned in. Shout out to Angela Yee. Shout out to Charlemagne. Shout out to Envy. Yes, the Hall of Fame broadcasting team of the Breakfast Club. We appreciate y'all. Yeah. We appreciate Hey, Ernest, did you know that the black community has $2.7 trillion of spending power? Are you ready to see what you can do when you combine and recirculate our resources to expand the pool of black excellence? I know I'm ready. And that's why we've partnered with Greenwood, the in-demand black-owned digital banking platform. Greenwood's namesake was founded in 1906, built from the brilliance of black dreamers looking to create a self-sufficient community in the Greenwood district of Tulsa, Oklahoma, a.k.a. Black Wall Street. Today, Greenwood is a digital banking platform with the mission to strengthen the black dollar using the same community reinvestment strategies of the original Greenwood district. And it's powered by a best-in-class mobile app that allows you to bank from anywhere. So, earners. If you're ready to build a new legacy of black economic achievement, go to bankgreenwood.com slash EYL and sign up to be a part of the new Greenwood community. That's bankgreenwood.com slash EYL. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Head over there now. Okay, everybody tuning in. 
and showing nothing but love, man. I, I, I try to read the comments, but it just it was it got so overwhelming, man. But shout out to everybody. Yeah, and shout out to, to you, man. I mean, hey, that's the on, my guy. That's the honest to God truth right there, man. <laughs> it's saying a kid to star, man. I don't know, you know what I mean? You had a hell of a week, my guy. Hey, man, you know, God is good. <laughs> God is good. Always, so, always. All the time, all the time. Yeah, congratulations. That was a, that was definitely a dope, dope vibe. Um, shout I be sleeping on the kid, and then you like, yo, you threw the hoop off the, off the backboard. I'm like, let me go between the legs real quick. Let teamwork. <laughs> Shout out yeah. to Charlemagne, man. Good guy right there, man. Super, super yeah, solid. Super solid. So, all right. Today is a big, big day. Um, not only was it an interesting day in the market, it's an interesting day for everything that we got going on. We got a lot of, you know, got a lot of stuff going on. So um, let's jump right into this. So the first thing, I'll just give the rundown for EYO for the week. Tomorrow. It's a holiday week, so we're gonna lighten it. We're gonna lighten it up a little bit with a, a really dope, but also educational episode. We got my boy Shiggy. Yeah, yeah. Um, we got my boy Shiggy on EYL, and um, I think people uh, will be interested in this in this conversation. Of course, you know him from being one of the funniest dudes on the gram, one of the funniest dudes alive. But you know, he he found a way to actually monetize his comedy. And he still is figuring it out as well. So, you know, to have millions of followers and he had his ups and downs in the game, you know, to, um, you know, do that, that dance with Drake and never actually get paid on it. And that was a learning experience for him. Um, and, you know, to figure out, you know, how to actually monetize and, and to be a celebrity on Instagram, but how does that actually equate to money into your bank account? Yeah. So there's no blueprint for it. Yeah. It's one of these things that, you know, a lot of people are aspiring to be comics now and Instagram has given a platform to really anybody to build up their, um, their following if you're, you know, diligent and if you're talented, but what does that mean? So my boy Shiggy, that will be out tomorrow. Yeah, um, definitely, definitely. And then Wednesday, Wednesday, open enrollment. We are doing our biggest episode over the last two months was with Jessica Lane, Forex, the truth yeah. about Forex. Yeah, yeah. She killed that episode, by the way, too. Yeah, yeah Jessica Lane. Yeah, yeah. Remember she, the face, remember the she's name. She's very adamant about, you know, saying why people have negative connotations about Forex. And it was the same reason I said it. But yeah, so she, you know, so yeah. she, she's, so long story short, that was the biggest episode that we had in, in a couple of months. So we're going to bring her on to teach um, open enrollment. And that is on YouTube. That's going to be on our YouTube channel at eight o'clock. That's open to the public. And um, if you're interested in Forex, if you're interested in, you know, trading, definitely check that out. That's going to be a big, big episode. I'm sure a lot of people are going to be interested in that. It's so much, you know, talk about Forex. So too passionate about it. Too. Yeah. We might even do a live trade. I say, I, I, I'm not sure, but uh, we might, might, she might actually do a live trade on the actual, because the good thing with Forex is that it's 24 hours. Don't sleep. So, um, but there's still our prime times you guys should. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, yes, sure, yes, sure. yes. 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 She, yes. She, she spoke about that. Um, yeah. but I'm just saying just to maybe just to show them what it looks like through a, through a live trade. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, check it, check that out. Eight o'clock Eastern standard time on Wednesday. And then, of course, we're going to end the week at the Apollo. Yeah. Um, we have Market Mondays live. That is sold out. Um, but there is still a couple of more tickets left for Saturday workshop. So the Saturday workshop is kind of like a half-day, real intensive type of, you know, we're going to talk about everything from real estate to investing. Um, and it's going to be an intimate, you know, smaller intimate gathering where you can actually have an opportunity to talk to us and build with us, you know, network with each other. Yeah. Bring your laptops. 
Because we're going to get heavy in the trading. Bring your yeah, laptops. Bring your yeah. notes and bring your phones too, man. You know, I like taking pictures and doing videos. So make sure we're going to do all that. It's going to be catered. It's going to be catered. So definitely there's a couple more tickets, like five more tickets. Five more tickets. So um, if you're interested, go to the link, marketmondays.com and get your link for Saturday. Friday sold out. So done. Don't even worry about that. But Saturday, it's <laughs> like five more tickets. So you yeah. can get your link for that. And um, we will see you guys this weekend. It's going to be a vibe, man. It's going to be a vibe. I can't um, believe it's almost Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah and that's Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, um, Troy, you want to? Yeah, man. Uh, well, we got to start by doing this, man. Uh, first, th this this episode of Market Monday is brought to you by Ally Financial, a leading digital okay. financial service company with uh, passionate customer service and innovative financial solutions. They are relentlessly focused on doing it right and being a trusted financial service provider to both customers and communities. Get with Ally to make the most of your money so you can save, invest, and spend on the things that matter to you. Shout out to the good folks at Ally. Love them dearly. Yeah, yeah. So speaking about Ally, before... Yeah, yeah. Before we let's, let's um, get into some things, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No. they've been waiting. Um, let me they've been waiting. Cross, <laughs> tween, tween. The biggest, yeah, go ahead. The biggest, the biggest ever, man. So you know, we just always gotta raise the bar. We always gotta raise the bar, and we always gotta just, you know, push the limit. See how far we can go in this game. So you in yes. war mode because you got the hat on. I know. <laughs> so we owe, we owe, we owe a few, a few cities something. So the first city. That we're gonna talk about today is the, is my favorite, one of my favorite cities in the world, Miami, Florida. Oof. You know, we love Miami, Florida. Ooh. We have not done an event there. We did like a workout thing, but we haven't done an event in Miami. So what better, <laughs> what better to do a debut situation in Art Basel? EYL will be taking over Art Basel. We are teaming up with the good folks of United Masters and it's sponsored by Ally. Yeah. Our good, our good love friends at Ally. So yeah. Here's what it's going to be. It's going to be a three-day activation from the 2nd to the 4th, 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Mm -hmm. We're taking over a venue in Wynwood, yep. and um, it's going to be all-day activation. We're going to have celebrity DJs. You might have heard of them. Manny Fresh. Might have heard of them. You might have heard of them. Just Blaze. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to DJ Irie. It's, it's, it's going nah, to be we're talking about DJ Irie. We're talking about, like, the king of Miami sound right there. Him and Khaled, they run the music yeah, in that's Miami. Right, rocking. No, it's going to be it's different, different. And it's three DJs every single day. So that, that's just like the, you know, so it's going to be a whole DJ set every single day. Every day. Uh, Tell them the hours. From three to 10. Yes. From three to 10. We're going to have drinks. We're going to have food. <laughs> um, so every day it will be music. Yep. Every day it will be art. Yep. But we EYL. So of course we got to have business. So we're going to have. So it's going to be panel discussions. Yep. Every single day is going to be a panel discussion. One panel discussion will be hosted by Ally. One panel discussion will be hosted by us. Mm -hmm. So some of the people that will be on the panel discussion, of course, Ian Dunlap. You might have heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> Ian Dunlap will be will be in the building for our Basel panel discussion. Yeah. Um, it's going to be fire. We, we're working on some few. Can we name? People? I don't even want to do it yet. I don't even want wait, to. Wait, wait till next week. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even want to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah we not. Um, somebody said we're not stopping. No. So it's going to no. be it's going to be a full Three-day activation takeover of Art Basel. We, I'm saying this on record. We will have the most lit activation because it's a lot of competition. We yeah. are up against a lot of competition, but we never shy away from competition. EYL will have competition. We're here to collaborate and help. <laughs> <laughs> EYL will have the most lit activation in Art Basel. When, I say, when I say lit, please 
drip responsibly. Fashion is an extremely important thing. The situation. Don't so play yourself. When you when you come when you come to our Basel to the EYL house, you have to dress appropriately because the the ladies will be out, the fellas will be out. <laughs> it's going to be a vibe. So don't play yourself. First and foremost, do not play yourself when it comes to the fashion. Second of all. We will have so many surprises that we can't even talk about. You never know who's going to pop up. Yeah, yeah. It's Miami. It's going to be, I want to talk about it. Go to earnyourleisure.com right now. Go to, And this is the best part about it. Yeah, it yeah. is free. I was going to tell them how much it costs. It is free, but I'm going to be completely honest with you. Space. It <laughs> is extremely it's gonna be tight. limited. It's extremely yeah. limited. So you must RSVP. RSVP is a must. Yeah. Go to earnyourleisure.com, go to the Art Basel tab and get there early because hmm. it's going to be a motion picture event. Do you so, tell them where it's at? Um, it's in Wynwood. What's the name of the The name picture? is Freehold. So the spot is called Freehold. It is in the Wynwood district of Miami. Y'all know that's that nice RT vibe that it's just going to be a whole situation. So it's in Wynwood. The spot is called uh, Freehold. And we, like you said, we're going to be there from Thursday to Saturday. It is free. It is free. But like you said, it's limited. It's space. early. Please. So we're going to be there from 3 to 10, but after 10, it's a party. Oh, so it's going to be... It's just a party after 10. And I'm hanging out this time. He's going to get asleep. He's going to get asleep. He's going to get asleep. So shout out to our folks at United Masters who are partnering with us. Shout out to Dave, my God. Shout out to Ryan. Shout out to John. Uh, shout out to Mike. Everybody that's helping with the situation. Again, shout out to Ally. Uh, you know, they've been rocking with us for... Love y'all dealing. Yeah, six months now? Good, good, good people. They, they said they in the business... Time partner. Yeah, they said they're in the business of anything that we got going on. So shout out to them. It's going to be incredible. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing people. So I want y'all to make sure y'all go there. What'd you say? Go to Aaron Allegiance yeah, website? Yeah. Hit the Art Basel top? I, I, I pinned it also. It's um, the United Masters. Uh, but you can go to either one. You yeah, can go yeah. to the, the one I just pinned or just EarnYourLeisure.com and yeah. hit the Art Basel tab. But I'm telling you, if you've never been to Art Basel, it's a vibe. If you're in Miami, if you're not in Miami, it's always a good reason to go to Miami and... Um, <laughs> We're going to have some fun with this. And it's free, and we coming out. We're going to have well, some fun. With the dress. Dom, get all my outfits ready. Givenchy time. <laughs> Yo, the dress code is fly. The Strictly dress code, fly. The dress code Strictly is fly. drip report, drip responsibly at the highest level possible because, like I said, it's Miami. <sighs> all right. There you have it. One announcement down. <laughs> One announcement down. Five more to go. So, all right. Um, let me run to announcements real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you guys have been asked for the Sock Club deal, so we're going to do that on the 24th. For those of you who are at Market Mondays Live, I'm going to have something super special for you on Friday. So stay tuned. It's probably going to be the best thing I've given away. Um, thank you guys for your support. Love you. Um, I got an AMA, like me and John Henry are doing like a Q&A tomorrow. At I saw that. I saw that. Eight. So um, shout out to John. Good brother. That's going to be a good talk on entrepreneurship and how to grow a business. And tonight's episode will be amazing. I'm happy for Matt and Mike to be here. So let's get rocking. Yeah, yeah. I, that's going to be fine. It's coming uh, 8 Central or 8 Eastern? I'd be lying if I told you. <laughs> but I'll be there. John, I'll be Yeah, I know I'm going to make it because my guy <laughs> asked me to. So yeah, at least I can do it. And since it's one of the investments that we're in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We so, got to add some value and pour back into the community, you know? That's a fact. Somebody asked when. For Miami, we will be there December 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th. It's a Thursday through Saturday. Make sure y'all don't miss that. And what Ian's talking about Friday, that's at the Apollo. Uh, that's sold out. 
But before we go any further, make sure y'all do this for us, all right? Do your own research, all right? Our content is intended to be used and must be used for informational purposes only. It's very important to do your own analysis before making any investment based on your own personal circumstances. You should independently uh, take independent financial advice from a professional in connection with or independently research and verify any information that you find on our show and wish to rely upon, whether for the purpose of making an investment decision or otherwise. These are words brought to you by the good brothers that earn your leisure. And the good brother Ian Dunlop, the master investor. Do yes. your homework. Do your homework. Your homework. Two million five days, boy. Hey, yo, I might, I might bring Where out the homework pad. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring out the homework pad Friday. Pad. I'm gonna bring it out and show yeah. them what a little homework can do. Shotty, we were gonna hit five million by end of December. <laughs> God willing, man. God willing. God willing. God willing. For sure. Um, I want to bring Mike on, but I want to give you guys some gems real quick before we start. And I want to get uh, Matt in as well. Please write this down. Some of you have been asking, where do I get in? And I've gone over this before, but I want to give you a new way to get in. Please write this down. The 122 EMA. So 122 EMA. Some of you are like, hey, the 50 too short, 200 is too long. 122 EMA is a good bridge in between. I'm going to go through these. Could we just, could we just, could we just. Can we just do this real quick? Can you just explain what the EMA? Because I know this probably, at least after the Breakfast Club, there probably is a lot of people that might have just, this is their first time ever first watching. First time tuning in? Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, uh, it's an exponential moving average. So think of it over 122 days or 122 candles. That's going to tell you a sweet spot of where to buy. If we didn't have two guests on that are amazing, I would definitely show you guys on the chart. But if you guys want to edge, um, it marks every 122 candles and tells you the area in which you should get in. So that's one easy way to be able to get in. Some of you have been asking me over the weekend, where do I get out? So for stocks, I want you to hold for 10 years. Please put hold for 10 years in chat, please. And if I made you money, please put yes in chat so people can see. For crypto, for a top 15 crypto, you want to hold for seven years. Um, I revealed how many coins I had and when I lost them. And I know some of you have hit me like, yo, you're going to get some of your money back from Mount Gox. Not all the coins, maybe some. <laughs> but any crypto, if you hold for a seven-year period, you're going to be amazing. Troy, you was funny when you said moment of silence. I died. <laughs> <laughs> we low-key was funny, too. Like, anyway, shout-out to 85 South. We need to go on the comedy tour after this. Shout-out to, um, shout to my bro, Chad. He tapped in with me today. Yeah. He, he, he spoke high praise of you as well. Shout-out to Chad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah amazing. Um, and then third, when you guys are trading, please write this down. And I've been stressing this with Dream Team and everybody in Red Panda over the last three months, but really the last two weeks, you need to have the same trade for, for everything. So if you have a if you trade futures, Forex, you need one target, preferably a big target, so you can take less trades. No one has time to sit in front of the computer all day, all night, ignoring your family. Don't do it. Um, have one big target that you can hit at least once or twice a month take 12 to 24 trades on a year, and then you will be good. Um, I talked about climate tech before, but I want to give you a couple of in industries that you need to be looking out for to invest in. One is, uh, of course, we talked about genetic engineering. So that's one. Tech. So my strategy, two tech, two index, always amazing. Always will work. Or uh, As long as interest rates stay underneath 15%, two tech, two index will always work. And then... Uh, medical tourism is going to get really, really, really big over these next 15 years. So in the same way crypto are battling the banks, we're going to start to see cities adapt to the change. And some of these cities are going to begin to make their own coins 
or tokens, and then they're going to start to specialize in certain areas of medicine. So Miami may be big on epigenetics. New York may be big on transhumanism. So please be mindful. Medical tourism is going to be big over these next 15 years. And I, here's the easy way. I want you guys to stop being frustrated about the market. Please only invest in the top two in the space. So when PayPal fell apart Friday, my phone was going crazy. Yo, what's happening with PayPal? And I need, I'm like, PayPal is not the preeminent leader in that space. Square is. And I know Nicole hates when I say it, but Square <laughs> is going to be the new JP Morgan. Shout out to everybody at JP Morgan. Love y'all. But you have to invest in the top tier of every class. So if you say that you don't want to, you can't turn around and then tell me Bitcoin is the preeminent leader in the crypto space. There's so much proof and so much money behind that now. You can't fight that anymore. Ethereum is popular. Cardano, shout out to Kayla, Solana. Like you can't fight with the market cap of these. A lot of you are getting your asses kicked in your trades and investments because you're going to the fourth, fifth, sixth best, best option. Stick with the top two and you'll be a-okay. And then lastly, um, the easiest way to be able to get an edge in the market, shout out to my baby Apple. They finally revealed that they're <laughs> going to be putting out their car soon um and tim cook the clock is winding down before he retires i told people in stock club today like how many more years he have and what projects he's going to put out before he leaves but you have to invest in a modern conglomerate so apple is one because they're going to have healthcare, crypto ar wallet health they're going to be big in the transhumanism space as well you have google google is big in phones the number one advertising platform of all time and then the amount of data that they have on us is absolutely tremendous and they will be big in the metaverse as well. So if you really want to edge in the market, invest in modern conglomerates, so not U.S. steel from 80 years ago, but the modern tech companies that are dominating the space now, you can hold those for 20 years, be A-OK. -okay. And I mean, it's amazing. Apple hit 165. Even some people were saying, hey, man, you guys on Breakfast Club pushed Apple up. Mm -hmm. A few months ago, Apple was 113 to hit 165 to be a multi-trillion dollar company is incredible. So um, stick with the biggest companies in the space. They're going to eat up the metaverse, crypto, and then these next projects that are going to come out, you guys are going to be good. And I'm going to tell you this, I'm going to say it for the final time. The metaverse is not the biggest thing that's going to come out over the next 15 years. It's going to be child's play in comparison to the real projects that are coming. Let me ask you guys a question. Do you guys still give a damn about the Bitcoin ETF that everybody was going crazy over? I don't hear anybody. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Talking about it.
you have to realize that in financial media, that the moves that are most prominent and that are going to make you the most money are usually the least salacious. And in the same fashion, how healthcare focuses on selling you repetitive treatment opposed to the cure, a lot of financial media will sell you on the sexy story, not the one that gives you the biggest alpha for your portfolio. So investing the biggest one is in the space. You guys will be able to print a hell of a lot of money. And if you've been at Apple, Microsoft Square, TECL, TQQ, and you made some money, please put yes in chat. Put yes in chat. Ian, real quick, let's let him in on a conversation we had earlier because, mm -hmm. again, we, we're talking about the biggest in the space, and we, we you and I had a conversation earlier about Square. And so we saw PayPal pull back, um, and so today we saw Square pull back. Can you mm -hmm. can you talk to people about sell-offs and how that works? Because I know we have a lot of new listeners. Can you talk to them about that? Yeah, I mean, the, the ones that are worse are going to fall first. So not that PayPal is a bad company. I think they, they are great, but if when I'm pairing two companies against each other, I'm always saying who has a competitive advantage over another. So treat it like versus. What does PayPal have over Square? Nothing. Nothing. P like the, the fees aren't better. The user interface isn't better. The UX isn't better. Executive management isn't, isn't better. Like they are laggards in the space. So PayPal was a sign that Square was going to drop, but I told you guys what price it was going to hit. Shout out to everybody who's like, man, I thought you were crazy. I talked to Corey today and Corey be like, man, these prices be so far down. I never think they're going to hit. Yeah. And then they do. Until they hit. <laughs> Until they hit. So now yeah. you guys, if you're looking at the 200 range, 203, you're good. Maybe 17 months, Square be at like 343. So hold for long term. Yeah. And then at some point, I said it yesterday on Twitter and I'll say it here. At some point to have a, a competitive advantage in the fintech space, um, which I know Trap is a big component of, mm -hmm. Twitter and Square are going to have to merge at some point. Because if not, he doesn't have capacity to run two businesses with those individual market caps that are publicly yeah. traded. But then if you integrate Twitter inside of Square, you then can put virtually Reddit inside of Coinbase. Yeah. And that, that would, that, and when we, when we were talking about that, I'm like, that's the first thing I thought of, right? If we saw these meme stocks and we saw the power of Wall Street bets inside of that Reddit platform, now if you have Twitter and Square as one, now you have both combined. So imagine what they can do. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. And another thing, another thing, because uh, that's the, 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 sometimes before you make a decision, it's always good to phone a friend. So like uh, I was watching Square, I'm sure <laughs> I was watching Square. I'm sure a lot of people were, and I see some people in the chat saying that they bought some shares on the way down. Mm -hmm. But I was telling Shari, look, if it goes past that support level 216, it might be a go for us. And um, then I called you and you were like, well, what EMA are you looking at? And I was like, oh, the 50, you like pull it back a little bit. I'm like, oh, okay. And so now my number changed to like two. And then I pulled it back to the 200. I'm like, all right, well, in between that's like probably the 170. Yep. probably in that 190 range would be great. And so anybody that's thinking about Square, even though it it, it did move, have momentum going up um, toward the end of the day, make sure that you use all those moving averages before you 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 make a play or make an investment. It's very important so you know your price target. And I don't want you guys to say I'm holding back for you, but if Square gets to the 128.47, I'm loading the boat. And you guys yeah. can say, oh, it's not going to go that low. And Okay. Yeah. If it gets to 128.47... Chips all in. Yeah, and shout out to everybody who uh, was listening to Market Money's last week when we said, yes, Rivian, great. 
yes, yeah, great. Let's give it some time. Let's give it some time. And we've seen over the past, what, three days, it's gone down like 22%. Mm-hmm. Give it time. We saw Ford pull out. They were supposed to have a deal with them. Ford has, has, has announced that they're not going to do a partnership to create an EV with them. And so these are the reasons why you have to let things settle. Do we think it's a great company? Yeah, potentially it could be. They potentially. Have made, potentially it could be a great company. They have great backing, right? We know Amazon's involved. Let's give it time. Let's give it time. Mm-hmm. So shout out to everybody who was listening to that and paid attention, had the patience enough to say, you know what? I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. Yeah, shout out to everybody that I met this weekend too. Um, shout out to T.I. T.I. Um, shout, shout out to Zoe. Miss shout out to you. Yeah, that's my guy. That's, my, <laughs> that's, my, that's the bro right there. But I met a lot of people this weekend that um were showing me their portfolios on their phone. And a lot of people had over six figures in their portfolios. Um, that's a fact. A lot of people had over six figures in their portfolios. So shout out to everybody out there that's taking action. And um, it's always dope to see that, you know, people were showing me what they was invested in. They were showing me how much they was up. And um, yeah, a lot of people had over six figures. So yeah. Oh, shout out to Dykeman. We didn't even shout out to Dykeman. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Dima Lowe. Shout out to Dykeman. Yeah. We, had a, we had a wonderful day up in Dykeman and we gave away turkeys and gift cards and produce. And shout out to OSG. Shout out to Stickwatch. Shout out to Dykeman. Shout out to Versus. Um, EEP Law, everybody. And then shout out to my boy, Drew Bernard, who did a dope turkey giveaway. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Made the news. And best out, uh, yeah. Yeah, and my man, uh, my man, Ken. Shout out to Ken in Detroit. Uh, anybody in the Detroit area, Ken has, he gave out 500, 500 turkeys this weekend. He still has like 200 more that he wants to give out. So uh, hit uh, Janet at Earn Your Leisure and then she'll connect the dots for you. Shout out to Janet. Shout out to Ken. <laughs> She's going to be like, Troy, why you did that? But shout out to Ken for giving back. Yes. Hot take real quick. If you guys don't start investing half your money into the market, you have a great probability in this crash of being destitute. I'm not being salacious. I'm being real. 2022 plan. You got to put half your money to work for you. Invest as much as you can. It's a, yep. it's, a it's a great feeling. Somebody told me that today. Somebody was, um, who was I talking to? I was talking today. Oh, CEO. Shout out to CEO. Oh, yeah, He's yeah, talking yeah, about crypto. CEO. He's talking about crypto. He was like, you know, it's just dope to, um, he's like, you know, investments. I'm almost making as much money for my investments than I am from work, mm-hmm. from, you know, just business. So that's, that's a great feeling when you can wake up and have, you know, money coming in more money than you would have made if you, if you was out working or more money, more money than you made from your, your business, yeah. just from passive income that's coming in from investment. So it's a great feeling. It doesn't happen overnight. It takes time, it takes discipline, it takes education, but you know, it's definitely attainable for sure. Yeah. I feel, I mean, like you said, people showing us their accounts in the six figures, just think about the place where they went within where you can show another person that you got six figures in an account and it's all good. <laughs> like there's no, there's no hesitation. Like, yo, let's go get them. It's like, yo, I'm proud of you. Let's keep going. Let's grow it to seven. It's just a different time. I'm so happy to be alive in this moment, man. This is dope. For sure, for sure. All right. Um, we ready to bring our esteemed guest on? Let's see. Let's see if he's ready. Coming to the stage. Uh, you guys can put some companies in chat, and I'll be uh, sure to grab some prices for you two later. Thank you, sir. I just saw him. There he goes. Yeah. And now, straight from the compound. <laughs> One of my favorite people on earth. <laughs> One of the smartest guys in the world. Gentlemen. Mike, what's going on, man? How Thank you, you. Ian, Troy, Rashad. What's good going to on? Be back. Thanks for having me. Thank what's you, going on, brother. How you doing? I'm okay. I'm doing good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like that shirt. Very vintage. Who's, who's, is that Julius and uh, RJ? Are you guys Knicks fans? I'm I'm a Bulls fan. We beat y'all last night, by the way. How are you a Bulls fan from New York? 
I'm, I'm an 80s kid, man. I grew up yeah, in not the, the only one. Pippen. Not the only <laughs> one. Okay. Um, anyway, these two guys. So Julius had a good game last night, but RJ, RJ has been holy shit. Yeah. Holy shit. He's been so bad. So bad. Anyway, we're not here to talk about RJ Barrett. What's going on? <laughs> Shout out to Kevin. For those of you listening on the podcast, that was Mike who said that. I apologize for talking bad about the Knicks earlier this year. I support you. I hope things get better. Shout out. Shout out to, <laughs> to the Knicks. Shout out to the Knicks. Shout out to Steve Stout and the whole Knicks organization. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we want to start. Let's do well, it. Perfect way Let's to start. Do. Perfect way to start. Yeah, I wanted to have Mike here because he's one of my favorite people in investing. Um, so I want to just bless you guys to get you prepared for 2022. Um, Shadi, you, you want to lead the way with questions first? Yeah, let's jump, let's jump right into it. Um, so, you know, I'm sure I'm just going to ask you a couple of trending topics that people might, that might have been in, that's in the news that people might have questions about and just get you, get your take on it. So last week I put on Instagram that Nike is teaming up with Roblox um, <laughs> to create um, Nike land. Um, so what's your thoughts on, Cause we haven't spoke about Robux stock in a while, but Robux stock has done really well. But mm-hmm. what's, your, what's your thoughts on, on that move? All right. So I'll, before I give any thoughts, let me just say that I am not a big individual stock trader. Mm-hmm. I love individual stocks. So I'm happy to dive in. However, I don't know anything that your listeners probably don't. So take my opinions with a gigantic, gigantic grain of salt. Don't listen to anything I say. That's a great <laughs> disclaimer, Hedge. Well played. Okay, so Nike, I mean, the stock looks amazing. What do I think about Nike getting into the metaverse with Roblox? I think that good for them for moving fast. Everybody's going to be here, right? Everybody's going to have their own version of this. Everybody's going to be there. Disney's going to be huge. They're doing, have you guys heard about this thing called Vive? It's like no. digital collectibles. Yeah. You're shaking your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I saw what Nike did. I, I mean, I saw, I went to the website. I poked around. It's cool. Everybody's coming. Everybody's coming. And the biggest beneficiary in terms of stocks in this space is NVIDIA. And aside from Tesla, I've never seen a mega cap company <laughs> add so much market cap so quickly. NVIDIA, I think, was... A hundred billion dollar market cap, like two years ago. Yeah, it's eight hundred now. Insane. Eight hundred. So Nvidia is at the forefront of AI and robotics and gaming and all this sort of shit that you like that like hurts your head to think about. They're there. So Roblox, Roblox has been a great stock. Like a lot of other these high beta names, it got the shit kicked out of it today on a reversal. Um, I am excited to see what happens to a lot of these high beta, high flying growth names over the next few weeks. Hmm. Yeah. When, when, when we talk about these high beta names, uh, one of those topics that's coming up is inflation. And it's something mm. that we, we can't get around and we've covered on, on Market Mondays. But in terms of looking forward, what companies do you think are set up to handle inflation? I know when we think about consumers, we think about companies that have relatively low prices. And so we think Walmart, we think Amazon, maybe Target. Are these the type of companies we should be looking at? In, in the event of inflation going forward? Yeah, you're not going to like this because the names that are going to do well if inflation continues are names that have definitely not been on your radar from a trading point of view because nobody gives a shit or it gets excited about trading home builders, right? Like that's not, that's not cool. Nobody's excited to trade energy stocks or banks or Walmart or anything like that. But the truth is that 
These are the names that are able to pass along higher prices to their customers. Customers, yeah. Can uh, can some of the tech names do that? I don't know. And it's not about their customers. Here's what here's what's going on. Like, why do people say what the hell does inflation and higher interest rates have to do with my growth stocks? Everything, potentially. Here's why. When so in in, in a low interest rate environment. Borrowing money, money's free. It's abundant. There's a there's a abundance of capital. Money costs nothing. It doesn't matter. So whether you are a business, and let's not forget these are businesses, right? Like mm-hmm. we're trading stocks, but these are actual businesses. When you're when you're uh, sorry, the giants are distracting me. When you are <laughs> in, in growth stocks, these companies, a lot of them that are losing money, they're not going to pay you back until. 5, 10, 15 years from now, right? A lot of these companies are losing money. I don't know about Uber specifically, but like the Airbnbs of the world, a lot of these companies are still losing money and nobody cares because money costs nothing. Nothing, yeah. And when inflation goes up, interest rates tend to either lead, they haven't been leading, but interest rates tend to follow because the fear that I guess maybe the market is is anticipating is if interest rates, I'm sorry, if inflation gets away from us, are we going to raise rates? And therefore, what investors are doing in theory, and this is definitely, definitely theoretical, is they are discounting cash from the future to today. So again, in theory, this is what they should they teach you about in the textbook, whether or not it's true or not, whatever. But in theory, a higher discount rate, a higher interest rate makes the money in the future worth less than it is today. So think of it like this. With a lot of these names that are promising money in the future, you're going out to Mars for cash flows, right? But if interest rates rise, you don't need to go out to Mars because there's plenty of cash flows here on Earth. And these are names like industrials and materials and a lot of these boring names. Like you guys probably aren't excited to trade, to trade Alcoa and Freeport McMahon. Ian, I heard you mention US Steel. But yeah. if they start to move, like you'll drop on board, I'm guessing. Yeah. You got to go with the trend. And Caterpillar, yeah. I'm, so let's say we have a walking dead scenario where inflation is kicking our ass. Let's say the market softens. China takes over. China invades Taiwan for TSM. Mm-hmm. What, how, what would you do to hedge in an environment where we have little or no certainty about what's going to happen in the future. All right. There's never certainty mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. And I think that by the time you are thinking about hedging something, by the time the risk is apparent, it's way too late. It's way too mm-hmm. late. So don't think about like, oh shit, this happened. And now I have to respond by doing this. Here's how you hedge. Don't put yourself in a position to do something stupid because the market will soften at some point. A lot of the people that have come into the market over the last 12, 24 months that have enjoyed great fortune, I'm not hating. It's fucking awesome. I love it. But it's not always this easy. In fact, yeah. it's almost never this easy. Never. And again, I'm not trying to take anything away from you, but don't put yourself in a position to be a forced seller. What I mean by that is don't shoot yourself in the foot. Don't sell because you're scared. So Ian, I heard you talking about having a plan in place, right? Knowing you're, buy- knowing you're a buyer, knowing you're a seller, having a long time horizon, not overthinking it. All of these things are critical. And I love that you have a process because there's no point, like a lot of people in investing think that they need to do way more research than is necessary. Yeah, it's not, not needed. If we're trading stocks, which is what some of us are doing, if we're trading stocks, not that you don't need to worry about the business, because I totally agree with you. Focus on like the, the 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 winners, right? And when I say the winners, I don't just mean the best stocks. I mean the strongest companies. Focus on the strongest companies. But I guess what I'm saying is you need to have a plan in place ahead of time. What is the maximum amount of pain that you can withstand? It's different for everyone. That's not for me to say. 
And the only way that you learn that, frankly, you don't know where your line is, your personal line. Everyone's is different. Unfortunately, you don't know where their line is until you've crossed it. Until you right? go through it, yeah. So that's everyone will learn eventually. Yeah, that's that's a whole fact. Let me ask you this: Is you said um, you don't you don't like it. you don't invest too much in individual stocks? So I'm assuming what ETFs is more your cup of tea. Yeah, so I I do some individual stock trading, but not because I think I'm going to like beat the market because I've been doing this long enough. I know I can't. First of all, I have a full-time job. I don't have the time dedicated. And not that you need uh, 72 hours in a day, but it takes time, right? It takes time. It takes dedication. I'm not willing to do all of that work. So the most of my money, my personal money is invested in index funds. I'm boring. I'm a boomer. I also do some crypto, but the stock trading that I do is nothing more for me. It's nothing more than entertainment. S&P 500? Yeah. Which crypto? I have bought, I bought Bitcoin. So I was, I was definitely skeptical of crypto for way too long. Um, and the reason, the thing, the re thing that kept me on the sidelines for so long is I didn't understand. I'm not like a forward thinking person. So the, the best way to explain crypto for somebody who like doesn't know anything is this is John Oliver line, the guy from HBO. He said, crypto is yeah. everything I don't understand about money married with everything I don't understand about computers. <laughs> and that just sums it up perfectly. So I didn't understand yeah. any of it. All that I saw was the promoters, the pumpers, and yeah. it left a bad taste in my mouth. And in 2017, the thing was going gangbusters and there was all of these ICO shit coins and it was nothing but pump and dump, pump and dump. Right. And so that whole run up, I thought crypto was in a bubble. And it was, it went from seven, it went from 20 down to 3000. Yeah. And over the last few years, especially with Ethereum, um, even though I bought Bitcoin first. So Bitcoin was like the gateway drug for me. It got me into it, got me watching, got me paying attention. And then I found uh, uh, Ethereum and the smart contracts and the NFTs and all the sort of stuff that was going on there. And now it's it's uh, it's DAOs and there's a lot of exciting stuff happening in that space. Yeah, yeah. You know, we were talking about that today. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. CL was talking about DAOs to me. Yeah, I, I want to go back to something because Ian, you actually brought it up. You said China coming into Taiwan to take over Taiwan and that's going to affect TSM. And we talk about semiconductors all the time here. Obviously, it, it's, it's one of the, the sectors that, or the industries that we, we, we value and we do a lot of research on. I wanna know what you think about a company like uh, GFS, Global, Global Foundries, who are actually manufacturing chips here in the US. Obviously, they don't design chips, but they manufacture them. They just announced a partnership with Ford. What are your thoughts on semis that are being designed here uh, and prospect for it in the future? So I've never heard of this company. Oh, I wow. told you, I told you I'm not an individual stock guy, Yeah, but I do think it's interesting because with all of the shutdown in the factories in Malaysia and all the places that we're reliant on for these semiconductors, it's good. We can't rely on the rest of the world to build shit that we need and mm -hmm. we need semiconductors and we need a lot of them. So yeah. I'm glad that we're bringing some of that back on shore. Um, you've been around a lot of investors. I want to know who is the best investor that you know personally and what are some of the strategies that they implement to set them apart from the rest of the pack? I, you know, this is lame. I wish I had a really, really good answer for you. I don't. I don't personally know anybody that I would just be like, shut up and take my money. Mm. So here's what, here's what I'll say more broadly. The best investors... Across the board, I don't care what their time horizon is. I don't care what their strategy is. The best investors know themselves. 
And that is the most important thing. And what I mean by that is if you don't know how you're going to react in certain situations, either when stocks are going nuts to the upside or to the downside, or when they're just frustrating the hell out of you because they're doing nothing but chopping it up and going sideways. If you don't know yourself, like I think that like having a high emotional intelligence about yourself is more important than anyone. So the best investors, they don't panic, or if they do, they panic very quickly before everybody else panics. Mm-hmm. But they know themselves and they keep their emotions in check. They never have unforced errors. It doesn't mean that they're never wrong. In fact, I would say even the best investor probably bats three, 300. Yeah. But when they're right, they're really right. When they're wrong, it doesn't take them down. So they have good risk management from the portfolio standpoint, emotional standpoint. So that's what I would say. But I don't know any, uh, I don't know any Warren Buffett's personally. Um, so what's your philosophy on investing? We talk about, you know, dollar cost averaging a lot. Are you a fan of people dollar cost averaging or are you a fan of people, you know, waiting and trying to time the market? Like what's your thoughts on that? Yeah. So, all right, here's the thing. My philosophy is, is personal to me. I think that there are a million different reasonable investment philosophies. There's also a billion really bad ones. So let's be clear. Not every, not everybody, just because you have an opinion doesn't mean it's a valid one. There's a lot of really, really dumb ways to invest. And I think that timing the market while exciting and fun and mentally stimulating is incredibly difficult over the long run to successfully jump in and out and in and out. Can you get a few really right? Yeah, of course you can. Yeah. But I'm 36 years old. God willing, I've got 50 years left. I'm going to make, I'm going to time my way to the in and out. And in and out. I, life, I have, I have better things to do with my time than to be glued to a screen worrying about the next 5% pullback. So for me personally, I think asset allocation is very important. Um, I think having enough cash is important. I think all of this stuff is important. Dude, what is this it, comment? I'm not a boomer. I know I'm not a boomer. <laughs> is, is there uh, a certain percentage that you have as, as far as allocation to different uh, investments? So here's my, here's my strategy. Every two weeks, I invest in my 401k. I get the match. I invest as much as I can. I invest in, in a taxable account that is a similar boring portfolio. And then I do crypto. And then I do some individual stock trading, but my entire life, like financial livelihood is really a bet, a long bet on human prosperity, capitalism, and a much, 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 much higher uh, level of stock prices in the future than it is today with the obvious understanding that like, I know that stocks are going to crash. That's what they do. And I don't know when they're going to crash. I don't know when they're going to stop crashing. So I, I think that like for me personally, I could take all of the downside. I want all of the upside. Absolutely. And the only way that I personally am going to get all of the upside is by accepting all of the downside. To me, that is the price of admission to these higher prices is being able to sit through the pain. And I don't know anybody who is able to avoid every single wiggle in the market. It's really hard. Impossible. And yeah. if you were smart enough to see the shit coming in February, 2020, when did you buy back? Because we went down 23% or 34% in a straight line. And then we went up 100% in the straight line. When did, you, when did you buy back? It happened so fast. If you sold, here's what happens if you sell. Two things happen. You sell because you're scared, right? 
and either prices go lower and your worst fears are confirmed and you're like, see, told you, this is why I sold, I'll buy back lower. And then you never buy back lower. Or you sell because you were scared, prices go higher and you're like, I'm gonna wait for pullback. If you yeah. sell something at 10 bucks, you're not buying back at 11, right? There's no yeah. way. It's really, really, really difficult to sell something here and buy back higher. So I, I've done this a long time myself. I know I personally don't have the mental makeup. I'm too emotional. I revenge trade, right? If I lose money on we Apple, I want to make it back we on Apple. Do. I know myself. I've done this so many times. I've banged my head against the wall so many times. Um, so I, I already know if I enter a trade, I know, I know, like, I know where I'm going to sell and it's not going to be higher. It's going to be lower. From a behavior finance standpoint, we always, especially like on IG and Twitter, we see if you put 50 bucks in a market <laughs> per week for 70 years, you make 22 million, 500, you'll make 200 million. Like, why do you think even with all the data that we have around investing and more content than ever, why do you think enough people still aren't executing enough um, in aggregate in comparison to how much information we have available? Because we don't, data doesn't change your opinion. Mm. Right. If it did, everybody would invest the same way or everybody would have a much more similar line of thinking. Yeah, because I could tell you that there's never been a 20 year period in the U.S. stock market where stocks were lower. But so what? What does that do for you today? Does it do anything? And people get scared. Mm -hmm. Right. People get scared. They get greedy. So the data, the data doesn't matter. What 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 emotional touch points would you hit that you think could make a impact? Because the other side of it is people will miss i've known people who have been waiting for a crash for 10 years and last year happened no i can't touch it now and i'm like you've been waiting 11 years what the hell are you waiting on like we're not going to live to 200 anytime soon so like what are some of the things you think we can do from a, an emotional standpoint to get people over that hump to know that the biggest decision financially that they will make is investing in the market every month really hard. It's really, it's hard to change somebody's personality. And a lot of their personality has to do with like your childhood. And what did you, what, what, like your parents, were you the, 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 the middle child, the oldest child, the, an only child? How did you grow up in, in terms of money? How did your parents talk to you about money? You can't undo, you can't undo that. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think it's really, really, really difficult to change somebody's personality. And so when you're like, when you're trading, you're tra you're trading against all of your demons that you've, and we all have baggage. Yes. Right. Yes. So like, it's really hard to undo the way that we're wired. So um, there are certain things that that are actually all. None of this is data. None of this is is raw IQ. It's all emotional intelligence mm -hmm. and discipline. Absolutely. And I think, in fact, sometimes the smarter you are, the, like the more likely you are to become your own worst enemy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Mike. The, the infrastructure bill passed last week, and so I'm wondering if there are any indexes or, or ETFs that you 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 on have on your radar uh, that can benefit from from uh, this historic bill. So here's the other thing: everybody knew this bill was coming, right? So I always like, to, and I probably overthink this, but like, how much of this was in the price of these stocks yeah. that were anticipating the announcement? So I'm looking at like the industrials. Um, well, Freeport looks like shit. Alcoa looks pretty good. Um, I would think you would think that the material names would benefit from these, but I don't know. U.S. Steel's been going sideways for a while. This looks like garbage. Uh, Caterpillar doesn't look too good. I don't know. Yeah, the answer not as is good as you thought it would be. Right. Yeah. I, I punch up cab. I thought that would look good. Bone looks like crap, but industrials overall look pretty good. So what about? Uh, I don't know. I don't really have any like infrastructure bill stocks. 
even though yeah. you missed out on, on Bitcoin and, and you felt like you were a laggard, are there any technologies you think over the next 10 or 15 years that will be incredibly impactful besides Dow since the CEO of Citadel paid 43 million for it? Like what, what technologies do you think will rule the future? I'm excited for a self-driving car. Apples or who's? Anyone's. I just okay. want to sit in the back seat and watch a movie. <laughs> I'm excited for self-driving cars. I think the stuff with the mRNA and the vaccine, like I'm excited to see what sort of longevity we have in the future, how quickly we can diagnose and get rid of diseases. Uh -huh. This is cliche, but uh, the whole crypto complex, I'm excited to see what sort of like mainstream adoption that's going to to have, um, I don't know. What are, you, what are you guys excited about? Bio, biotech is something I definitely looking forward to. Um, chips. We talk about chips a lot. Semiconductors. That's something that you know. We last week we uh, what did we speak about last week? Uh, clean energy mm -hmm. and also and climate climate tech climate, climate tech. tech yep. climate tech. Um, so it's a bunch of different things that I think um, you know if you just watch the news. All of these different things already present themselves, and that's opportunities as far as investments. Yeah, we just, it. we just had a conversation about the EV market and Apple coming into that space and what it means for the other EV companies, the Lucids, uh, the Neos. What, what does that mean for them now, right? Because you have a clear favorite or clear number one in Tesla. Rivian could be in that number two spot. But if Apple comes in, you could see some of these other ones just kind of like fading to the dust. I just can't wait to see the, how these stocks react if Apple announces that they're like really doing they're it. They're going to fall to the floor. <laughs> I, would, <laughs> I would think. Do you guys trade, Um, I, did you guys trade Enphase Energy, ENPH? No, I had it personally. I, I haven't, no. It's no. one of the, uh, there's one of like the, um, what was the, there was like a solar, oh my God, I'm drawing a blank. This is one of the, I didn't want to embarrass myself. I forget, I forget where I'm going crazy. with this. Somebody take the mic. <laughs> if you, I mean, if you look at that run from 2017, though, when it was at 225, it's at 269. Jesus, that's tough. That is tough. Um, and then also two other industries that I like. Uh, I mean, the transhumanism space is going to be huge, but bioelectricity, I think, is going to be. What's transhumanism? Uploading human consciousness, you know, uh, being able to transport humanism and our consciousness through quantum chips and upload them into other devices. Like Inception? Yeah. Similar. Similar. <laughs> More than a movie. Basically, yeah. <laughs> kind, of, kind of stuff. Kind of stuff that, yeah. Ian, I know it sounds crazy, but in nine weeks, Yahoo Finance is going to be like... Wait, hold on. So what's, what's the ticket for transhumanism? There isn't one yet. But if... <laughs> there, there's be a couple. It's like yeah. the Omniverse. It's, it's, it's just a thought that's in his, it, that, that is coming out. But it is no ticker yet. Yeah. Oh, Jensen no, no, no. Wang from NVIDIA was talking about the Omniverse on the yeah. earnings call last yeah. week. Yeah, so that was part of it. The Omniverse is kind of, it's the metaverse, but it's 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 oh, the NVIDIA's take on it. We, right? we, we were talking about that with, with Trapper. Well, Wall Street, Street Trapper, Trapper. Yeah, yeah, on our way to the airport. Uh, yeah, we're talking about the, everybody's talking about the Omni, is the, the Omniverse. Yeah, so it's That's like a different, great. I guess it would be like in the, in the terms of our world, it'd be like a different galaxy. Right. And so you have the metaverse, which is obviously what Facebook is doing. And people, there are companies that live inside of that, but then you're going to have the omniverse <clears throat> and what NVIDIA having the, the power to create the digital chips and the, the platform chips, they have a unique advantage in that space because obviously they're creating the graphics to make it the greatest. I mean, uh, they have a moat in five industries. Right. NVIDIA. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Like they are a powerhouse. So my Intel's dead. <laughs> <laughs> dead. 
dead. I mean, and then, and then Apple, you know, Oof. cutting a deal with Qualcomm to build. If they get the chips for the car and going to healthcare, I'm like, it's man, Intel looks like garbage. Oh my god. Yes. Qualcomm said the right thing. They said we're in the business of all things Apple. And so anytime Apple moves, we're moving with them. Smart. Attach yourself to winners. That's you guys remember Cirrus Logic? Mm-hmm. That was Apple's chip like a long time ago. When I first I started about, trading, yeah. like 2010, maybe, it was all about Cirrus Logic. Mm-hmm. You always have to cut out the middleman. And as Apple continues to expand, Tim Cook is like a, no, I'm not going to say ruthless, but he's a great operator. Qualcomm, like Qualcomm is the girlfriend that like holding on, but you're ready to leave. Qualcomm, <laughs> I'm sorry, you're going to have to go find someone else because everyone, because for everyone listening or watching, like you have to think of the chips as like the blood supply for tech. You yeah. can't bet on your blood bank being tied to someone else. We have to bring those in. And also like from a psychological standpoint, the wars that we're fighting with China isn't brute force, bombs being dropped, soldiers colliding a lot of it is for mind space on these apps and a lot of in- the indoctrination is happening on these digital landscapes we have to create our own ecosystem and supply chain for these things so we can even be able to win that war um mike w- w- what do you think the chances are that the dollar goes to zero <laughs> and secondly and secondly is there any chance that you've ever heard that we may the dollar maybe get off the petrodollar system and then lead to a World War Z like scenario. I'm gonna punt on the second question. I have no. This is not my not my bag. But okay. let me just say about the dollar going to zero. The dollar is at multi year highs, multi 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 year highs. I mm-hmm. can't imagine somebody rooting for the dollar to go to zero just so that I'm not pay. hoping. I know. No, I'm not saying yeah. you. But yeah. there please, are people who no. who yeah. <laughs> who want that just so that uh, uh, their Bitcoin can go higher. If the dollar goes to zero, it is game over for you. And everybody that you know and love. Absolutely. Right. So, what, like, think about the sort of shit that would have to happen for hyperinflation. It would have to be like literally civil unrest. Right. So, so let, I don't even want to plant a thought in anybody's head because it's, it's nonsense. It's complete fucking bullshit. Look at the dollar. So, are, are, are consumer prices going up? Yeah. Is it fun? No. But the dollar, trades not just relative to the dollar, trades relative to other currencies around the world. So sell your dollars and buy euros if you want. You could do that, buy pesos, do whatever you want. The dollar is at multi, I'm looking at USD, for example, it's a, oh no, I'm not, is this the right? I'm sorry, UUP is the ticker. This this thing is at multi, multi multi-year highs, multi-year highs. So is the dollar going to zero? Uh, The market doesn't seem to think so. And I sure hope not. There you have it. Mike, it's been a pleasure, my brother. We have another guest that we have to bring on. Um, but thank you for your time, man. It's always always an honor anytime we get to ch- chop it up with you. I'm honored. Tell the people about your podcast. You. I know you have a you have a podcast as well, so tell them how they can watch that. Animal spirits on Wednesdays. Oh, are you guys coming? I meant to, I'm glad I remembered. Are you guys coming to Future Proof? I know yeah. Yeah, I don't need an answer today, but we've got a <laughs> festival. Think of it as the fire we'll festival there. for finance. No, I'm just kidding. Fire. It's not the fire festival. <laughs> We're doing this in September, 2022. 20, yeah, yeah, yeah. Huntington Beach. It's going to be fun. We'll be there. Definitely. For sure. For yeah. sure. All, All right, right, guys. Okay. Awesome. I'm, Thank I'm, you. Tell JC and Ben I said, hey. Tell Josh I said, hey. Barry, I love you guys. Sure, we'll do. All right, thanks, guys. All right, brother. Thank you. Bye. All right, Mike.
Not the fire festival. We would not. No, 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 no. Not the fire festival. Shout, can't do that. Shout out to the Jaru. festival would be fire. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to Rule. Um, no, all right. Festival so we can't do. Well, I got my brother MG coming on, but he he he's wrapping up. A, um, he just texted me actually. He's wrapping up. Yeah. So can we go over charts real quick? Or you want to? You want to? Yeah. Let's about? let's just uh earnings. let me just do my earnings report right. really quickly. We got two companies because it's a short week. Obviously, we know the market is closed on Thursday, and then I believe they close early on Friday. If, Ian, am I correct? Close mm-hmm. at one on yeah. Friday. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a short week. Uh, we have Best Buy reporting tomorrow and Gap. And those are two companies, uh, obviously, that we've, we've spoken about. Best Buy had an acceleration during the pandemic, obviously, with everybody being home and everybody buying electronics, TVs, laptops, iPads, whatever it, that you needed for your home device, especially for your children if they were home or you were at home uh, doing work. Uh, so we'll be watching those. And then Gap, we spoke about that with Kanye West, uh, his impact, the power of Gap. When we talked about it, it was like, $13, $14 and got up to 30. I know it's, it's pulled back. So the power of yay and the, the clothes haven't even dropped yet. I think maybe the bubble coat might've come out or the, one of the sweatshirts, but the, the line hasn't fully come out. Uh, so that that's our two earnings. And as always, our earnings report is brought to you by ladder. Right. So wh- why are we talking about ladder, right? Life insurance. What, what's the line? Tell them the company line insurance. It's not for the people. Saudi ready to check out. <laughs> he said, I've been out that game for a while. Try to stop playing with me. It's not for the people who, not for the people to die, it's for the people who live. All right. So why not pay a bit each month to protect the ones you love? If you're asking yourself this question, choose ladder. Ladder makes it impressively fast and easy to get covered. You just need a few minutes and a phone or laptop to apply. Ladder smart algor- algorithms work in real time so you'll find out instantly if you're approved. No hidden fees and cancel any time. And since life insurance costs more as you age, now's the time to cross it off your list. So Check out Ladder today if you're inst- to see if you're instantly improved. So go to ladderlife.com slash Market Mondays. That's L-A-D-D-E-R life.com slash Market Mondays. Check them out, y'all. Yes, definitely have life insurance. Extremely important. And uh, like you said, it's not for the people that die. It's for the people that live, yeah. for sure. So um, That was a great line. You said that like 14 years ago. That was a hard line. It's true. It's, it's a fact. <laughs> if you really think about it, because nobody's going to benefit from the life insurance except for the people that our beneficiaries. It's not like you're going to benefit from yeah. it. You're going to be, you're going to be dead. Yeah. And it's crazy when you said that to me, it was, you know, the interesting thing when he, when he said it to me and I would like tell people like the importance of it, they're like, well, I ain't thinking about that. My kids got to figure it out on their own. I'm like, how, how selfish is that? How selfish yeah, is we that? Gotta, we got to break Run it up on the stocks and the entries that I give you all. So you can live it up for you. The life insurance would be for kids. Please. You guys would be great. Gap, you guys got to wait to 1803. Um, Gap has no competitive edge right now until uh, Ye starts to make a bigger push. But Best Buy, CR, CRM took a took a dive today. Troy. Pull back, slight pull back. But yeah, slight pull back. But that's what I said. Another another reason why we are in this long term. When we got into to Salesforce, shout out to Salesforce and said CRM. Mm-hmm. We got into it. It was like two oh six, and I think we did a two. What do we do? A two sixty call. Two sixty call. So watching it run up that whole time. Again, when we had did, they had just made the announcement that they were acquiring Slack, that acquisition is now starting to come out and flourish. And so we saw it run up. So it's like pullback. It's all, it's all part of the game. I mean, and then we got to remember, too, on the 19th, expiration happened in the futures market. So, like, a lot of sell-offs happen as a result. Um, it normally takes three to four trading days for the volume to pick back up. Mm-hmm. Given it's the holidays, it's going to maybe take six days. The volume is just light right now. You guys would be good. But also, if CRM goes to shout out to Kevin Hart, uh, <laughs> well, who gave him the prices? If it goes to like 294, 48, you guys would be good. You guys have a good entry. So, 
How you feel about Airbnb? We haven't spoken about Airbnb in a long time. That's crazy that you said that. I actually looked at the the stock today. Airbnb was down fourteen dollars today. Yeah, I, I, I so again, I was watching that. I was watching Square, uh, and I was watching TSM because all three of those are uh, positions that I'm looking to get into. Uh, well, TSM I'm already in, but but Square and uh, Airbnb were two I was looking at. Uh, with, as well as Coinbase, because I I know you're in there, and I was like, ah, let me find my price point. Interesting, man. You want the honest answer? <laughs> the God's honest truth. Please. Hey, Airbnb is garbage. He why, said it. Why, why is Airbnb garbage? What competitive advantage do they actually have? If we're looking at revenue and then net profit. Are they profitable? First. Well, if you compare them to even Marriott, if we look at, if we're comparing revenue, net profit, executive management, um, cost of acquisition per visitor. I mean, promising business, but the, the model isn't strong enough. Um, it's a good B player. Like it's a, you know, I mean, shout out to Scotty. Like, I mean, it's, it's a good <laughs> hip in stock, right? It ain't future or MJ. You know what I mean? It's shout out same to damn time. So. You know I mean? It's cool, but but it, that's why I'm like best of breed. Top, however, we want to say it, number one draft pick. Like stick to the top. Like if, and I always tell you guys, if your life was on the line, and your child's life was on the line, and if not, the Jimenez family from Power is gonna kill everybody, right? Which you pick the stock? I'm not betting my life on Airbnb. The Jimenez family. Shout out to Lobos. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> Shout out to Lobos. Coinbase is another one that um. Matt, Matt's on, but Coinbase is another one that's pretty interesting in the space because I feel like um, Coinbase really has no competition in America, if you really think about it. Um, only their competition is, is Binance, but Binance is not in America, but well, the U.S. Binance, but it's still not. It doesn't have a market yeah. share in America. It so was, Coinbase is one of these things where, like, if you follow, like, shout out to Jamal. He, he always used to talk about the Binance coin all the time. Like mm-hmm. he was like, yo, we got to You got to invest in Binance coin. You got And this was years ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, his rationale for investing in Binance coin, shout out to MG I'm about to bring you on in a minute, MG. Um, his, his, his rationale for investing in Binance coin was like, it's the platform. Yeah. And you know, one of these things where it just makes sense. If you're going to talk about crypto all the time, you might as well invest in a platform. That's doing, and yeah. lo and behold, Binance coin went crazy. Now, people don't talk about Binance coin a lot, but Binance, Binance coin, yeah, it's, it's number three in the market cap and Binance coin went crazy and um, still has yeah. you know done well. So it's one of these things. I kind of look at Coinbase similar to how I look at Binance coin, where Binance coin was, was a platform, is a platform. And it took off because crypto took off. So as crypto gets bigger and bigger, say what you want about Coinbase, it's still the leader in the space. Yeah. So in the states for sure. Yeah. yeah we, we were having those Binance conversations when it was twelve dollars a coin, and then it got up to twenty. And we're like, oh man, and now it's at five hundred and seventy-three dollars a coin. Yeah. So I remember like, when it was like ten dollars. Exactly. Yeah. And so right. like as the as the space grows and the number one platform is there, it's going to grow. Plus they are they are a trading pair. And so now you could exchange USD for Binance coin and buy Bitcoin with Binance coin. So they have a, a unique advantage. And that's part, you know what, you know, I forgot that part of our conversation. We talked about Square and we were saying like, yo, they just made the announcement that they're entering the cryptocurrency space as trying to become an exchange. Mm-hmm. So now when you talk about competition for Coinbase, Square is now coming into that space where they're going to have an exchange to actually trade uh, different cryptocurrency. So that's going to that's, that's be interesting to watch. And speaking of competition, I told you how 
the other side of the game works in terms of competition. So, of course, Zuckerberg is going to swing back, and they have a project that I think is interesting in which they're trying to get back in the crypto space. But, oh, baby, the Winklevoss twins are back on Zuckerberg's ass. Gemini. Go, go read the article with Gemini's planning to do in the metaverse. So I actually read it. It was in a, was it the Wall Street Journal? I'm telling you, you can't uh, take somebody's idea and think that that person is not going to do everything in their power to then come back and take you down. And Art, and I'll say it again, without the Winklevoss twins, there will be no institutional acceptance amongst Bitcoin and crypto at scale. Be very careful. Carrie Ann said it was a Forbes article. Thank you, Carrie Ann. Yes. All right. That was a good piece. That was, that was a good piece. They're back for blood. Uh, MG the mortgage guy, what's going on, my brother? Oh, we can't can't hear you. you mute it. You mute it. You mute it yourself. I'm, I'm good. He don't. You don't unmute yourself. You <laughs> Damn, bro. You know I'm trying oh to be God. like y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, I appreciate you, man. I'm happy to see you. Someone unmute me, please. Someone <laughs> hit the unmute. Tooks, hit the unmute button. <laughs> yeah. What's shout going out, on with y'all? Shout out to MG the mortgage guy, man. So Matt, we haven't really spoke about real estate in a while. So you know, this would be a dope, a dope conversation i'm sure that we can you know get some rants and gems no pun intended um out of this and and, and get some get some real estate information because market mondays is more than just stocks crypto it's an investment show so we can't talk about investing without talking about real estate and you are mr real estate so first of all welcome back to market mondays look it's always a pleasure to to be with my brothers um on the biggest ever channel and uh, <laughs> channels okay I appreciate uh, you, man. i'm sure <laughs> english teacher out there is saying this guy's great <laughs> <laughs> so shout out shout out to you guys man it's always a pleasure um being surrounded by greatness um but yeah man oh shout out to troy man feeling those shattered back boys shattered back boys. Oh, you know how we do you know how we do no shout out shout out to the sneakerhead community so you know what I'm yeah Real, so, real recognize real. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump right into it and just get and get straight to this some gems. Um, you put a post on Instagram a few days ago that I really enjoyed. Um, talking about ADUs, and yes. um, you was educating me on ADUs, especially for people like in our neck of the woods. Um, it could be beneficial as far as you know. So talk about that. Talk about ADUs. So ADUs is an accessory dwelling unit, right? Um, so in New York. On Westchester, Long Island, it's common called like a mother-daughter um, type of property. It's basically a single-family home that has an accessory unit. Um, some places may call them like the in-law suite or the grandma suite or whatever the case may be. But this is a, a phenomenon that's happening around the country where a lot of the zoning laws are changing countrywide to support ADUs because, look, there's not enough homes out there for people and people need a place to live. Um, so like even like Georgia, we just had an episode. It's going to come out on Rants and Gems, I think, in the next two weeks. But we were talking about ADUs in detail and how Georgia completely changed the law a couple of years ago. Where you, and I think this year, January 2022, they're going to allow you to have multiple ADUs on your single family property, right? So this is a home run where folks who are buying single family homes, if you have a detached garage or a pool room, a pool house or a, a, a big enough backyard where you can build a new structure, um, some counties are different. You got to check your zoning, but it can be up to 700 square feet um, in size. And now that's a, an official legal unit 
on your property and it's still um, designated as a one family property. So if you get an ADU, not only will it allow you to get some sort of rental income coming in, but it's also gonna appreciate the value of your home as well. So ADUs are kind of taking the country by storm right now. And it has been over the past couple of years, but like California is getting real aggressive. Georgia is now getting aggressive with their zoning laws. And this is more to follow. I think this is gonna start happening all throughout the country because folks are just building a lot of single family homes and not multifamily homes, but, you know, people want to be able to, you know, cash flow or supplement their mortgage income as home prices continue to um, rise. You need a way to supplement because people just can't afford some of the homes that they're buying. So this is a home run for anyone who has a single family home that might have a detached structure and they want to make some money with their property. MG, earlier this month, the uh, uh, United States looked at the travel ban for over 33 countries. Right. Love it. It's easing restrictions so, you know, people can come in. But what they're suggesting is that, well, the data suggests that overseas buyers are going to come into this market and buy up a lot of uh, the real estate, generating tens of billions of, of sales. What's your thoughts on this? How can the overseas earners take advantage of it? Look, it's all facts, right? Prior to the pandemic, overseas buyers were, were accounting for a big portion of the market, especially in places like uh, Miami, right, South Florida where you have a lot of overseas money coming out there. And I was doing a lot of deals prior to the pandemic for foreign nationals, folks that's in Canada, you know, in England, China, you know, getting these deals done. And they're not always buying cash. A lot of people have the conception that they, they're paying all cash for these properties. It's not true. They're getting financing for these deals as well because you're able to get what's called a foreign national loan. And a lot of um, wealthy buyers are taking advantage because they don't want to tie up their cash also, but they understand the opportunities to invest here in the U.S., now, when you lift the travel restrictions, now you're inviting these foreign buyers back into the country if they got their vaccine card. Now they're going to come back out because during COVID, during the pandemic, that was all shut down. A lot of these wealthy buyers were not buying real estate here in the U.S. because they couldn't visit, right? So now you're going to have these people flooding the back the markets. And already in places like New York and South Florida, we're already starting to see that foreign money come back into the system right now. So this is this is going to continue to um, keep the real estate market going up, in my opinion. And this is why I kind of told people we got to wait till at least 2023 before we might see any sort of corrections, because now you start throwing that wealthy foreign money into the play. I mean, you think you got competitive competitive offers now with yeah, the wait China Institute. comes in and buys everything wait, up. Wait till China come back in. Wait till the UK come in. Wait till the Canadians and the Indians, all these folks who have large sums of money and have the whereabouts to get the finances for it, they're going to sit out here and they're going to raise the prices and they're going to cause more bidding wars. So I personally, I love it from a mortgage banker broker perspective because it's more, it's more volume and it's more business for folks who are transactional, but for the everyday home buyer, it's going to get tougher and tougher for you guys. If you're not, you know, financially prepared and ready to go out there and execute on a real estate deal. Give us a real secret for 2022 for the people that have not invested in the real estate market, what would you advise that they do to add that to their portfolio while prices are going up? Well, first things first, I think like with anything, you need to do your research and do your due diligence, right? Um, so the secret is you got to study. You know, I was just on a call with somebody and I was telling them, look, I study my markets every day where I'm trying to invest. Mm -hmm. And I think too many people are watching the success of others online Right. And thinking like, is that easy? So and it's not because a lot of people are not telling their downfall. So I think, number one, you got to study 
You got to get your mind right. And number two, you just got to be financially prepared, right? Times are hard, especially if you're buying multifamily, multifamily properties and you're depending on rental income to help you qualify. You got to be financially prepared that a tenant might not pay you because some of these folks are still paying off playing these games, although the, motor the moratoriums have ended pretty much federally, but still statewide in certain states, you still have moratorium laws there. So you're not going to be able to just kick out anybody. So you got to be in a financial position. So it's really no secret sauce when it comes to real estate investing. You know what I'm saying? It's just do your research, do your due diligence, and make sure you can afford whatever you're buying. Because as quick as you got the finance and as quick as you bought that house, you can lose it at the same time. Yeah. Matt, let me ask you this. Um, shout out to Revolt. Uh, check out our show, Assets Over Liabilities. Shout um, out. No, we brand ready right now. That's a fact. <laughs> the name is the name. <laughs> my name is my name. <laughs> double, double entendre. Um, but that was the first time I really got exposed to something where we was um, filming. And, uh, you know, we, we was filming different locations and different people like rent their houses out or their apartments. So one of the owners in Atlanta, um, she was a fan of ours. So she heard that, you know, we was coming. So she stayed. And, you know, she was talking to us. I think it was actually a rental apartment. But long story short, she was telling us about um, a lot of these buildings don't allow Airbnbs. But there's other sites where you can actually rent out your place hourly. Um, mm -hmm. And it's actually more profitable because now it's like corporations are buying it, like, you know, Revolt or, you know, people that's filming music videos or, or television series or movies. And they come in and they only come for like a couple of hours during the day. They don't spend the night or anything like that. And um, she was like, yo, she's making a, a bunch of money. So talk about that, because that's something that's like really to, like interesting to me, because I'm like, all right, you don't you can just bypass the whole Airbnb hassle and just go that route. If you're in a you know decent location with, you know, something that Absolutely. people might want to rent. Absolutely. I mean, look at the house when we was in L.A., Shadi, um, that L.A. when we went to the Hilltop, you know, that was a content house that that somebody lived there. No, <laughs> it's called the EYL house. Don't ever play yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's a darn thing, right? Because Airbnb, there's a lot of restrictions. There's a lot of things that are happening in the Airbnb, Airbnb space. But the world is moving on content right now. Content is king everywhere. So. And they've been doing this. Let's really think about this, right? <clears throat> they've been doing this for decades. forever yeah. for movies, you know, for Law and Order. I know because they film Law and Order in New York, and I know people who've actually had their homes, you know, rented out by Law and Order in the late 90s, early 2000s to film episodes in their home, right? They just didn't have no name to it like it has now. So this is not something new. This is what film and studio productions have been doing, you know, for decades. But now with the age of social media and the internet, now we, ourselves, our people, we're able to take advantage of these opportunities also. And you got to think about it. You don't have to rent out your house for three or four days. You can rent it out for 24 hours and you can only, you can rent out, you can section off exactly what parts of your home you want to rent out for whatever time and put a price point to it. So if you are in certain areas, you should definitely look into creating um, content homes, especially if you're already doing Airbnb. Maybe the days you're not renting out to a short-term tenant you can flip mm -hmm. it and rent it out to somebody who needs the house for the day. You know, so if you have a sexy house and a great lay layout, then this is something that you need to look into as well. As many ways as can the cat. What was, what was the name of the website? Don't look, no, and I'm sitting here thinking because I know you, as you're saying, I'm like, what's the name of this damn website? I think it's Vibo. Somebody VRBO. type in the chat. VRBO. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you uh, go. Type in the chat if you know any other sites. Yeah, type and in the chat there's another one too. Yeah, yeah. Type in chat. There's another yeah, right there. the owner. 
The owner told me. Um, shout to the earnest shout out to the earnest pair space pair space is the one that she was using and she was telling us that on pair space is booming right now and you could rent it you could rent your spot out and it's just like airbnb except it's um you know like you say um for hourly so that's something to think yeah. about it's another real estate play to maximize you know if 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 your building doesn't allow airbnbs or if you just don't want to go through the hassle of an airbnb somebody like sleeping in your bed and spending a whole night mm -hmm. yeah. you know that's another way to get some revenue yeah and that's another yeah, thing i used it for designers party last year super efficient super yeah simple. you can rent out if you have a pool right you can rent out the area for the pool I think you was telling me that, Shotty. Shout out to my man, um, Jay, Jay, Jay Goodwin. And so he told me um, something that was really dope. And, you know, one of the biggest things for Airbnb, you know, we always think about Airbnb as um, rent out your whole spot. But he's like, one of the biggest things for Airbnb is pools. And um, because, you know, a lot of people have birthday parties. And it's like how he has his house is sectioned off. So it's like, you come, the kids come and he can actually watch it. Like he's like just eating ice cream, watching the whole party take place. They don't even step foot in his house. Don't touch that. Grill. And you know, <laughs> like you could put your pool on Airbnb or put your pool on one of these, these platforms, not put your house on there and potentially make enough to, you know, pay off, pay your mortgage or even more. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you just got to get creative with it. Yeah. But it's interesting. Yeah. And somebody put rent out your driveway. I remember working in the Bronx where parking is limited. People would just rent their driveway oh. so you could park because there was no street parking. If you're in New York. If you're in New York City. So this, I New mean, York, that's, that's normal home. That's normal. That's so, there's so many different creative ways to, to add uh, additional sources of income. It's all about house hacking, right? Yeah. You know, there's many ways to house hack, whether you're doing multifamily, single family. Obviously, the easiest preference is to do it as a multifamily. But if you got a single family, you can still bring in a lot of revenue and potentially live for free and turn that liability into an asset. MG, I sent this article to you when I saw it, man. And uh, hopefully you could break it down for us because I was like, oh, that's pretty interesting. So Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, they're backing home loans nearly of $1 million as the home prices soar. So I want to know the, the, the pros and cons of that because obviously some people are like, oh, that's great. But now you have more government involved in the, the real estate business. What's the pros and cons? Uh, me personally, I don't really see no cons. Me personally, because it's keeping the market going, right? If the housing market comes to a halt, then this whole thing may fall down, in my opinion, right? So the government is basically just um, reacting based off of the data. Home prices have increased, right? Now, just let me rewind a little bit. For those of you who don't know, um, Federal Housing Finance Agency, they always change the loan limits pretty much every single year. But this, this is the third change in probably like the last three years. So since 2018, it's been changing every single year. It's been increasing because home prices. So this was even before the pandemic. The old loan limits went up to 417000 for a conforming loan. As of today, right now, it's at six hundred and no five hundred and forty-eight thousand. But going into twenty twenty-two, the conforming loan limits are going up to six hundred and twenty-five thousand. And in New York or high-cost states like New York, Cali, um, DC, you're going to be able to go up to nine hundred and thirty-seven thousand on a one-family home, right? Mm -hmm. So this is huge, right? So you got to think about Georgia. We spend a lot of time in in Georgia. Right now, any loan amount that's above 548000 is considered a jumbo loan. So it's going to require larger down payments, things of that nature. Now, what the government is saying, no, Georgia's home prices are increasing. So they had to increase that loan limit to six twenty-five. That's going to be a home run for folks out there because we all see the home prices in Georgia, as Keanu would say, it's up and it's stuck. 
right? It's moving at a rapid pace. So the government has to step in to be able to create um, housing affordability and for people to be able to put down, you know, low down payments and still get good rates and good, good terms. Um, but in high cost areas, that's where it really, it really matters because in New York, we all know a $900,000 home can, I shit, I just bought a $900,000 home and I got to basically destroy it. <laughs> right. Like in other areas, a $900,000 home might sound like, Oh, you live in a, a life of luxury. Houston. But in but in, in in Houston, even in Georgia, you buy a million dollar home. You're like, damn, this is beautiful. But back here in New York, it's like, damn, it looked like a starter home almost, and it's not. It's almost a million dollars with forty thousand in taxes. You know what I'm saying? So, you got to look at it. The government is just following the pace, the the trend of the home, the home equity market right now. It's going to continue to increase and increase. And when you see the government making moves like that, these people are smart. They're doing their research. They're doing their data. They're going to make sure 2008, 2009, 2010 never happens again, right? So if they're going to increase this, there's a reason and a purpose because they know the people need it because the demand is there for people to borrow at a higher rate. Well, what conditions in 2023 do you think could cause uh, the housing market to crash? Because it's the same formula for the stock market. So what do you think? I don't think it's going to crash. Personally, I think it will be some sort of correction. Correction. And the only... And the only thing that's going to make a correction is more inventory, right? I don't think pretty much none of the other factors is going to matter because people need, there's so much demand right now for people to buy homes. Even with the market kind of slowing down right now and in the wintertime, it always slows down, right? So this is a normal thing that's going on right now, but the market is so packed with buyers right now. People want to move. People have more money. People mm. have better credit. People have better paying jobs. Not the majority, but a good portion of people. People yeah. are listening to Market Mondays every single money at Monday, and they're running up a Put bag. Put yes in chat if I made you money. Put yes in chat if Ian has made you money, because you guys are making a lot of money, right? Troy, you all right? Yeah, he was in COVID, yeah, COVID no, guidelines these good, days. Bro, you're going to lean into me and call if that's crazy. Hey, you know my guy got anxiety, man. You ain't seen guidelines, guidelines, guidelines. Y'all ain't seen me do this? I did this. I've never seen nobody do that before. Like he Y'all a team. We in this together, bro. <laughs> Look, you bad boys for life. You ride bad together, you die together. We ride together, we going to die together. Shoddy, you going to die together, son. Apparently. apparently. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I don't think it's going to be a crash. I think there will be a correction. And I think yeah. it's because it's going to be more inventory that's going to hit the market. That's the only thing that can call. If a crash happens, it's because it's going to be a flood of homes coming yeah. in the market and that means the banks are going to release the foreclosures etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah you guys should be looking to see who is going to be our evergrande in the united states of america mm. that's why i tell you guys stop focusing on short term a few months ago it was lumber a couple weeks ago it was the bitcoin etf none of that shit matters short term notice but, even when when dns uh excuse me like like the airdrops NFTs were hot. Nobody was telling you about it last year. They're going to tell you after they've monetized everything. So please be mindful of that. Go ahead. Well, I mean, I think that's key, right? I think don't look at real estate as a short-term solution. If you're trying to buy real estate, you have to play the long, especially if you're looking Damn, at sucks. being a landlord. If you're looking at being a landlord and, and building a portfolio, this has to be a seven to 10 year play. There's no, this ain't, you're not fixing and flipping. Now, if you're fixing and flipping, that's a whole total different conversation. But for most of the folks, I want you to follow the same advice that Ian 
and, and Rashad and Troy give you guys on Market Monday when it comes to real estate. Think long term. Think about holding the properties. That's where you make your money in real estate is the longer you hold it, the more money that you could potentially make off of that deal, especially if you buy it right. There are still good deals out here. Yes, they are few and far between. I know people are having problems, you know, getting outbidded, et cetera, et cetera. But you just have to continue to be diligent, do your research, continue to do your market research in the areas you're looking to buy and you got to be fast success love speed you can't overanalyze this you got to know your numbers you got to know how to analyze multifamily deals you have to know how to put a deal together how to submit a good offer these are all the things that are more important now it's not like a couple years ago you could just throw shit against the wall and hope it sticks no you got to come correct there's too much cash in the system there's too much institutional money in the system now you got overseas money coming in the system you have to be you know, the only thing that beats uh, a cash offer is a fast offer, right? And that's if you analyze your deal properly and you're able to make that happen right away. MG, the best in the business, Ooh. man. I got I got one more question for you before we wrap this, but... Shadi, I'm ready, man. I'm locked and loaded. Let's yeah, go. The, the Mr. Real Estate Award goes to... The best Mr. Ever. Mortgage to you, Troy. Mr. Mortgage, <laughs> as, they, <laughs> as the Revolt team calls me. But I shout out to Revolt. Shout out to Revolt. I want to... Um, <laughs> I, I want while we got you here, you know, we made an uh, uh, um, epic announcement at the beginning of the show that we're going to be in our Basel. We're taking over the our Basel situation. I'm so but, happy you said that because now I can finally talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but that, MG will be in attendance. But that's not the only yes, thing. Like, we, we owe we owe Miami something, but we also owe another city. We owe Oakland. I told Oakland last time we was there, I said we owe you because there was the biggest turnout that we've ever seen, the most enthusiastic turnout that we've ever seen. And the line was wrapped around a block four times for a free networking event. So I say, yo, y'all win, y'all win, and we're going to do something special for you. We told y'all we'd be back. The time has come. December 11th. Let's go. Our brother, MG, the mortgage guy, all of us, we're doing a real estate expo in the city of Oakland, California. And this is going to be talking about home buying. Mm -hmm. Everything you need to know about buying a home, um, how to get money to buy a home, programs specific for the Bay Area. This is like city specific. Um, sponsored by the good folks at Chase. Shout out to Nicole. Yes. Shout out to the whole team at Chase. So peep this. This is it's the holiday season. We understand that, you know, it's a, it's a tough time for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So here's what we're going to do. This whole, this whole situation is free. The cost. Wait, wait, is... stop, 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 stop. You don't, don't breeze over that. Let's go, let's go, Shotty. No, 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 yeah. You see how you just breezed over that? No, no, I appreciate you. T tell them how much it costs. You know, it's Robin Hood, man. This time around, this time around, don't expect that for every time around. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> This time around, it's Robin Hood, man. We going, we going, you know, for, like I said, Oakland, I really, really, I, shout out to the Bay Area, man. They they blew my mind with the amount of love that they showed. So we like, we got to come back. So MG, his whole cohorts from the real estate, they're going to talk about everything to do with real estate. It's going to be an all day situation. It's not a networking event. We're not here to party. This is here to learn. So mm -hmm. this, you should bring your notepad, bring your iPad, bring all of that. And you're going to learn from 10 o'clock in the morning to probably like four o'clock in the afternoon. And it's going to be panels. Like I said, it's sponsored by Chase. Shout, shout out to the good folks at Chase. Mm -hmm. And um, it's free. But being that it is free, you must RSVP. Please. It's extremely, yeah. extremely important. So go to earnyourleisure.com right now. Go to the events tab. 
and go to the Oakland real estate event and RSVP if you're in the Bay Area um, and show up. December 11th is going to be a monumental situation. And this is the start of the Real Estate Expo Tour. We're going to go to all these different cities and talk about real estate, preach the gospel of real estate. And as I said, MG, the mortgage guy, one of the sharpest minds in the the game. I'm glad to see you shine, man, for real. Yeah, he is the premier authority when it comes to real estate financing. So looking forward to it, brother. And and Oakland's such a special city, such an important city for our community, our culture. That's only right. It's almost like people forget about Oakland. And so we want to make sure, like we were going to LA a lot. People like, yo, there's another place in California. And so we very intentionally, obviously we saw the outpouring of love out there. We told you we coming back and we coming back in a major way. This is going to be a monumental event. It might be, is that our last man of the year? Maybe. 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 You never know. Maybe. You never know. You never know. Speaking of cities. You never know. But Matt, can, can, I, I, get, can I get one more question in? Hold on, before you go to the, hold on, before you go to the next question, first I want to give a big thank you to Nicole at JP Morgan and the whole Chase yeah, team Nicole, first and foremost. You. But Very I want to really, really like tell you guys, this tour is going to be all local, right? You know, there's a lot of events that happen in the real estate space, you know, throughout the country. But the one thing that I've that I've seen over the past couple of years as speaking at a lot of seminars and just attending myself is that the information is never for the local people. So the one thing that we want to make sure is that, look, the black home ownership rate is 42 percent. Right. Our white counterparts are 76 percent. And and it's I really feel like the information is not there for people sometimes. So this is why in Oakland, we're going to have local vendors there. Right. We're going to have local mortgage companies, local realtors, local financial advisors, local CPAs, local insurance people, local home inspectors. We're going to have local non-for-profits that's going to be telling you all the grant money that's available in Oakland and the surrounding cities all throughout California. Right. Because we want you guys to have all the information to not only just use OPM, but to to be able to have those local resources, that way you know who to go to and these people will be there to service you, right? So I'm I'm truly excited about this. This is like my 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 pet project. And I'm happy to take the journey with my with my brothers with this. And um the tour is coming. We're gonna hit up 10 cities, God willing, in 2022. And um we just wanna educate our community. Like we said, this first one is free and you have to register. Please register. It will sell. It will sell out fast. But um, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys in Oakland. I didn't go to Oakland for the for the event. I just saw the videos like everyone else, and I'm like, yo, we, I'm like, yo, we gotta go to Oakland and we gotta bring this for the people. And um, shout out to you know Sharnika um, Badra, um, Oakland realtor. She's you know my boots on the ground. We're bringing a lot of our people in Oakland to to help the community. So I hope you guys you know really show up and show out because if you can show up for a free event of partying and networking, you damn sure can show up for some education. And don't say we didn't do nothing for y'all. Oh, don't ever say that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, if it's free, right. it's for me. So here you go. Well, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's let's open it up to some questions. And since we got Matt, Matt, just stay on for a little bit. And let's go. We we can see if people might have real estate questions. They might have stock questions. They might have some investing questions. Let's you just have both. Honestly. Yeah. Let's let's open it up. All right. Let's go to Tony. Tony, we coming to mute. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on? Greetings, brothers. Can y'all hear me? We're yes. How are you? Uh, doing well, doing well. Just want to share my love, respect, and admiration for you, brothers. Um, <laughs> opening up my mind from last year with COVID lockdown. Um, started investing in stocks, and it, it's, it's been going great ever since. How much so you up? Um, 
it's not looking bad right now, to be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> I, like I, I definitely bought in a dip in March, and that kind of leads into my question. So um, I was buying stocks, just haphazardly just buying stuff. And um, so some of the stocks that I ended up buying, like, um, let me just quickly bring this up. So I bought like Activision, um, and this kind of leads into my question. How do you know at what point to actually sell the stocks? Ian, I know you mentioned, you know me, two tech stocks, two ETFs. But now pretty much I still have about like 14, 15 stocks that I'm trying to dwindle down. They're yeah, doing okay, but I'm doing it down to eight. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for example, I have like um, Activision Blizzard. Um, that's up like 31%. Neo is up 55%. Uh, Novanex is up over 100%. And so how do you know which ones to actually start narrowing down? The, the ones that have the highest drawdown for the year. So it would, in terms of Activision, Blizzard, great company, but are they the best in the gaming space? A lot of it is like, if you guys seriously want an easy blueprint to never have to worry, put your money into the number one players because it's like building an all-star team. Like if you get the most dominant companies and they usually have synergy. So AMD, Microsoft, NVIDIA, like some of these are going to overlap and they're going to do business with each other. When you look at supply chain and who they partner with, you're going to see the same companies partner with Apple, Microsoft, et cetera. Eight, um, Activision is solid. Dep- what price do you get in? Activision, I got in at... Uh, average for $47. Okay. You'll be good. Because if it slides back down to 54, 58, you probably can add some more um, and give it to next year, like May. They'll be good. They're sliding down now, but. Yeah, they have, the nor- there's some issues with the CEO, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so the other one is like Snap. I got in that Snap at $17. Should I sell that one also? No, I keep that one. Snap. Shout out to Snap. Oh, boy. Keep that Shout one. out to Snap. Yeah, give okay. me that one. We'll play hard or not, and we'll, we'll help your portfolio real quick. Next. Um, next one is um, Spy G. It's an ETF. Well, I guess that one's an ETF. Keep. Yeah, keep. Okay. Sure. Um, next one is um, Neo. NIO got in Neo at um, $26. You keep it. Keep it. Um, Health Catalyst. What's the, the symbol? Health Catalyst is uh, H Cat H C A T. I would take profit on that one. Okay. Well, I'm, I know you're going to tell me not to sell AMD. I got an AMD at thirty-three dollars. Fifteen here. There, there's, there's, there's no there's, there's no question for that. <laughs> no question. Shout out to three sixteen twenty-three. In less than 13 months. Hold. Okay. What, what, yeah. What'd you say in less than 13 months? 316. 316, 23. Yeah. All right. Okay. Tony, we appreciate you. And we're going to take a few more calls, all right? Appreciate Thanks, you. brothers. Appreciate right. y'all. You got a free consultation on your portfolio. <laughs> that was genius. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Tony. Uh, he's, uh, up on that, he's up on that on that trade. Oh my god, $33. <laughs> no, nah, that's crazy. Shout out to him, man, for sure. Lauren, what's going on? Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's the deal? Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, yes, perfectly. how are you? Shout out to everybody that's coming through with these 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 uh crisp mics, man. This is crazy. 
<laughs> yeah, thanks a lot, man. Everything's great, and uh, I appreciate everything, man. It's been nothing but a pleasure since I joined EYL University. And um, I just have two questions. Um, uh, one is first, just a simple one, crowd fear. Um, I got that once the, the structure, by the structure plan came around, and uh, I heard Wall Street Trapper talk about it. So uh, what, what do you think about that? It, it dropped, and should I buy some more? Crowdstrike? Crowdstrike? Crowdstrike. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. We're yep. talking about, talking about yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Crowdstrike. It's for, we just had this oh. conversation. Was, was that like before? Today. Was that today? Today. So we were talking about cybersecurity. And I, was, I actually asked Shadi, I'm like, yo, if you have a cybersecurity in your portfolio, obviously Crowdstrike, top of the line. But we, I had Zscaler. I was telling people about that about maybe two months ago, and they, they've mm -hmm. done pretty well. Uh, yeah, Crowdstrike had a slight pullback. But again, when Ian's talking about who are the leaders in the space, find the leaders. Go with the leaders in the space. 223.52. You're good. Hold 223.52. Okay, okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Since, right, since my, uh, okay, okay. Thank you. Thank you. And my, and my second question is for uh, Matt. MG, uh, I, I watched on your channel about uh, NACA when you had the lady talking about NACA. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm in here. I'm in Nevada. And uh, I'm actually about to buy a house under NACA. And uh, I also heard about you uh, saying that a with your student loans, you should have to, you should get it to a dollar payment, and that'll help out the payments. And uh, I have it at zero right now, so how would I go about getting it to pay for a dollar? And what do you think about NACA as a whole? And you know anything about Nevada's market? So I'll tell you, the student loans. What you're referring to was the new FHA guidelines I was speaking speaking about, um, where they'll use your income base for payment plan as the payment and no longer hit you for one percent. Um, that doesn't have anything to do with NACA. You so you'll have to speak to your NACA rep to see, you know, how they're going to calculate your student loans. That I wouldn't be able to tell you because NACA they do their own loans, and you know, me as a mortgage professional, I'm not able to originate them. But I talk about them on my channel only because I want the people to have the information. Now, how do I feel about NACA loans? I look at every loan as a tool, right? When you go build a house, you're just not using a hammer. You got to use other tools to build your house. And I look at building a real estate portfolio and using real estate financing as your tools to build it as the same thing. So if you can house hack, your, start your house hacking journey with a NACA loan, are you buying a, a multifamily or one family? Uh, I'm in limbo about that. I've been on a uh, single family as of lately, but uh, I started as multifamily. Uh, but the, I'm in Las Vegas and uh, uh you know, everything is, is climbing. So I was looking at it as a more of an appreciation move. You so know? if you're looking for single families, I don't think using NACA for whether it's a single family or multifamily, you can go wrong. I just say you gotta be you gotta be patient because NACA is a process. Um, and you gotta go through that process and it's not gonna be an easy one, but I know plenty of people who've closed with NACA loans and they have interest rates below 1%, right? I'm going to repeat that. They have interest rates on 30-year fix below 1%. Mm -hmm. It is a phenomenal program, 100% um, financing, no closing costs, no PMIs, a conventional loan. It has a lot of pros to it, but again, it could take a little while longer. It could be a little bit of a process, um, and it might be difficult for you to get your offers accepted when you're out there you know, putting in your bids, but if you can find a seller who's willing to accept it, I would absolutely recommend closing with NACA if you qualify for it. Okay, great, great. Thanks, man. Lord, appreciate you. Appreciate you, brother. Have a good night and All a happy right. Thanksgiving, man. Thank you. Likewise.
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, MG always knows all, all these different. That, that boy. That boy. Oh, I got some shit on. Look, y'all put me on that Apollo stage. I'm going to talk some L shit. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to hold y'all up. If you ain't out at the Apollo on Friday, you're doing, you did yourself a tremendous disservice because I'm going to tell you how to use Bitcoin to buy a house. I'm going to show you how to use your portfolio and use no documents to buy a house. I'm going to talk some ish that I ain't never talked about online at the Apollo. First, when I rubbed that tree, it's over. Hey, hey, Once I rubbed hey, the tree, hey, pause, hey, pause. Y'all hey, hey, hey. ain't going to say pause. Honestly, honesty, y'all, I shouldn't even have to say pause. That's iconic and legendary. No, I didn't say wood. I didn't say wood. Just have some respect for yourself. That's all. said when I rubbed the wood. We all know the Apollo tree is legendary. Yeah. And you, yeah, everybody like, got yeah, yeah, yeah. the just, wood stump. You say when you said when you rub the wood, that's just nice. Little, the wood stump. I said tree. I didn't say wood. <laughs> Wait, you I said tree. Wood. I said tree on purpose. You understand? Yo, that's crazy. <laughs> technical foul. That's a technical foul. Yeah, I said hey, it wasn't a full pause. I was like hey, because I thought I you said. Was Throw the flag. Hey, Throw the flag. That's why. That, that's Yo, why I said tree. Put the, flag, wood, put the flag emoji in chat. But but put the flag emoji in the chat. Yo, you stupid. But yo, on Friday, I'm I'm really gonna kick some fish, man. 15. And then Saturday, I'm gonna kick some more. So um, yeah, man, let's get it, man. I'm hyped right now. Let's go. All right, let's see. Uh, Simone, we coming to you. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on? Can I do an announcement real quick? Yeah. 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 I want to thank everybody, Red Panda, all the earners for getting the Breakfast Club interview to two million. I love the hell out of y'all. I'm gonna put on the show. Yeah, shout out. Mike had texted me. I was gonna say at the end, but yeah, two million. Two milli. Two milli in a week. Like, yeah, and less than a week. Less than a week. That was six days. Six that was days. my two milli rock. Yeah, because it came out on Tuesday. It came out on Tuesday, so we still Monday. So six Bad days, drop. two mil, double platinum in a, in six in a week. So. Auntie Oprah. We ain't seen that since Get Rich. <laughs> Backdrop. Back biggest debut, biggest debut in financial history. Y'all got to give me a 50 cent nickname now. Come on, baby. <laughs> Come on. Right, We're going to tell the stage. I got you. I got, I, 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 I'm going to text it to you later. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, shout, out, shout out to everybody that, shout out to everybody that um, got a chance to check. And if, if you haven't, if you haven't watched the Breakfast Club interview yet, definitely check it out if you if you can, for sure. It's it's uh, legendary content for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Simone, you there? Damn, fridge break. Well, well, guess not. No fridge breaks. No fridge breaks. While we're at it, let's make another announcement as well. Market Monday. So the next the next stop on the Market Mondays tour is the great city of Houston, Texas. Um, so you know Texas. Texas is 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 where Ian resides, and it's one of our biggest markets. No, I, don't. I live in Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you lived in Montana, bro. Hey, all right. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it's always it's always showing us a bunch of love, man. So, Houston, Texas, Houston, Texas. You can actually get your tickets now. You can get your tickets right now. Go to marketmondays.com. Go to the events tab. And um, yeah, we can take over New when York. Is it? it is January. <clears throat> it is January twenty second that weekend. January twenty second, we will be in Houston. Yeah, you notice I said we. <laughs> oh, you know you, you, you got you to pull up. It's only right. It's only so, right. Last time we was in Houston was a legendary 
situation. That's so, how you met Trap, right? Right. That's the night we met Trap. Yeah, right? definitely. Yeah. Did. Yep. yep. Met Trap. Yeah. Met, Interview Chris uh, Senegal. Met Mike Brown. Um, ran yeah. into Jay, Jay Prince. Prince is, Jay is, Prince. That was a legendary story. Was on the plane with Don Key and Paul Wall. Oh, that's a fact. ran into Slim. Yeah. Met Slim Thug. Shout out to Mike. Shout out to Mike. Mike had one of the most illest stories yeah. in Houston history. So Houston, Mike. Houston, Texas. Mike. You guys up next. Yeah. Home and home. All right, let's go. Let's let's see. Uh, let's try this. Put up 2,000 in here, boy. Aaron, he said, Aaron, you've been unmuted. Unmute yourself. What's going on? My guy. Hey, fellas. Fellas, fellas. Aaron, How you feeling? I'm doing good, man. Good, good to good to be with y'all. Um I'm gonna go with what Ian said. I got I got one question for Troy and one for Matt. Um, he he did say ask two questions so we get to break guidelines. Um, Troy, two I got a question. For two million. Go I'm ahead. listening. I'm listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I know you're you're the the research king, um, and, and you stay stay in your bag, stay in the charts. How do you schedule that out because i know that you also have a ton of other responsibilities and i'm kind of the same way i have a bunch on my plate right now so i don't have let's say four or five hours a day to stare at charts um yeah absolutely so i i wanted to see from a from an expert what what that looks like for you how you schedule that out how you work it into your day um the first thing i do when i wake up praise god next thing i do is go to my laptop and read um, and so people ask me all the time what I read. There's 15 different publications I read. I see something that's inter- interesting. I send it to Shadi, um, or I'll hit Ian, or I'll send something to Matt, or anybody. If it's their industry, I'm going to send it. The next thing I do is I look at the pre-market, um, and then I go to my charts, and I look at what if is there a potential for us to make a move today. When I say us, I'm talking about both of us, because at about 11 o'clock, I'm going to get a text like, are we making a move today? <laughs> so I'm always prepared for that. He's uh, my he's my research department. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah. So like that's that. I mean, every single day, um, I'm I'm doing that like religiously. Um, because so the lion's share is probably pre market. Is yeah, it's pre market. And then I, I took Ian's strategy. He told me, listen, don't do anything between eleven to one. Um, oh yeah, definitely right. Because we want the market to settle. And so at that point, then I'm just watching. Um, I'm I'm on CNBC and I'm still reading. Um, and then I'm, I'm looking at charts. I'm looking for buy signals. Um, I'm looking at the moving averages. I'm watching the candles. I'm looking for hammer candles. I'm, I'm doing all that, man. Uh, and then in between that, we're taking phone calls. And if the phone calls are really great, then I'll put the charts away. But if there's like, all right, this is a great call, but you know, we, there's a there's a position that we can get into. God. I'm doing that on the sideline too. So I'm always watching the charts, man. If I can chime, chime in real quick, I'll tell you guys for 2022, I want you to focus on doing less. So a lot of people that are telling you that you should do a whole bunch of like, like once you go get through the gauntlet of a hundred days, you don't need to study four, five, six, seven. Like I do it because I want to be the greatest on earth ever to do this. Most people don't need to do it. They need to do it because like, like Mike said earlier, sometimes you can take in too much information. Now you have too many different strategies and now you're not executing upon mm-hmm. what you're sure. supposed to do. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and, that's good. Yeah, yeah and, that, and that's kind of why we said, like, when they asked how many trades do we make, I know, like, the number's under, it's definitely under 15 for me for the year. But I want to know as much as information as possible um, because, again, the more I learn, the more I can teach. And so when we come on here every Monday, whether we're doing earning leisure episodes, whether in conversations with hedge fund managers, we, I want to know as much information as possible so that we're going to be in those conversations. What's some publications that you read? Oh, uh, you want to go down the list? 
All right, so <laughs> here we go. Actually, I'm I'll I'll text it to you, this and is, then we can put it in chat. So no, no, don't text it to me. Don't text <laughs> business <laughs> insider. Yeah, put it in the chat. <laughs> business insider. Uh, Johnny, really? Right? What time is eight forty? Yeah, he ready to go. Yeah, he took business the hat off and everything. He, when he gets to doing this, <laughs> it's, it's the countdown. Yeah, <laughs> he said, he said, no, don't text it, don't text it. All right, so I'll COVID on him earlier. Come on, man. here you go, here you go. Y'all ready? Here you go. Write these down. Business Insider, Wall Street Journal, CNBC, Vox, Fox Business, Forbes, Wired, Inc., Fortune.com, Bloomberg, CNN, USA Today, Barron's, Seeking Alpha. Yes, there you have it. Don't say I didn't Excellent. do anything for YouTube. I, so I, I, read, I read YouTube comments and I, I'm seeing <laughs> That's why yeah, I So I'll, I'll, I'll cut my question to Matt because I know I took a bunch of time with that question. If I can just say one thing, I, I told Ian, um, I just submitted yesterday a legislation proposal super, super similar to what but you need to put in in uh, Jersey for financial uh, literacy here in nice. California. Hmm. Um, so I went straight to the state senator that handles all that. So I'm just putting it on your guys' radar. It's going to be a couple months before it can get any kind of support, before any of that can be garnered. But it would mean the world if I can, you know, get get some uh, support from you all. Because once, once California pulls it, thankfully, that usually uh, implements a domino effect. So if, if California can be the plug to domino for some of the other states in the union that would be incredible i got you and i'll eat i appreciate y'all man absolutely tomorrow too. thank you thank you all love you guys i appreciate you good luck bro appreciate you brother let's get one more of these um questions he, he, he did this boy it's, <laughs> it's, it's t, t minus bro t minus <laughs> so it's about to be over all right let's go to carrie Ann. we're coming to you carrie Ann, unmute yourself you've been unmuted what's going on What's up, everybody? Good. How are you? Good. How are you? Hey, um, thank you guys for a wonderful show. Um, thank you. MG, you said NACA, right? Because I got in their process like a year ago, but then I kind of dropped out of it because they just move too slow. And it's just, and I'm not even upset about that the way they do it because I do understand they go over your stuff with a fine tooth comb because they want to make sure you can afford the uh, the mortgage, and I totally appreciate that. But it's like the communication level between myself and the person that was doing it, it was just trash. They're overwhelmed. I well, it happens, right? Um, what you just said is what a lot of people say about NACA. You know, the process is very tedious, it's strenuous, um, it's stressful. It gives people a lot of anxiety. Just, you know, you can't get somebody on the phone. So you got to deal with that if you want to get that below 1% interest rate. <clears throat> you know, it's the gift and the curse with everything. So that's just one of the curses of going through NACA is everything that you just mentioned. But if you can have the patience, stick it out, it's well worth it. And if not, and if you're ready to execute on real estate, then forget NACA, move on. There's other there's other programs and products out there that you can use. You're just going to have to put some some capital up. And if you're in a financial position, you know, to pay your down payment, closing costs, and still have reserves, then go with a different program. Don't let one program stop you from buying real estate. You know, and I think too many people get caught up on one program and they just want that one program and they wait and wait and wait and they miss opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. So everything has an opportunity cost in life. You just have to analyze what's going to be the best for you and your family and keep it moving from there. And here's yeah. the thing you got to realize, too, when, when you given what happened, the contagion event in 2007 and 2008, there's a lot more restrictions in place to prevent an economic fallout, because imagine if in addition to COVID last year, there was also a housing crash and then loans were called. I forget it. It would have been game over. Like we, and we, Ian, we, yes. To you, 
So I spoke with a, I had some money at Fidelity. I had to cash it out because it was an old 401 paper. Mm-hmm. And I was telling him what I wanted to do. He was trying his hardest to just scare me into bonds. I'm just like, bro, why are you trying to scare me into bonds? I said what I'm going to do. I want two texts, two index, leave me alone. And he was yeah. just like, no, that's too much. It'll be all stock. And I was like, what did I just tell you? Either do what I want my money or I'm taking my money other, uh, elsewhere. And how old are you? Roughly. You don't have to give me the exact age because I know. 39. I'll be 40 in a month. You're too young to be in a fucking bond market. That's what I said. I was like, I'm too young for that shit. You wally. Like My fault. No, but it's honest. It's like, I get it. <laughs> the world that we live in, even when real estate is printing 18 to 22% return, I get it from a hedging perspective. But once it broke that high from last year in August, uh, even if you guys look at B&D, which is Vanguard, it was at 89.41. The bond market is at 84.56. So in a 18 month, 12 month, 13 month period, you would have drawn down 10% in a market that is giving you gain. Like how much, everyone put this in chat. Over two months, how much is Apple up? You have to adjust with the times. So like with it, like Mike talked about, with low inflation, you have to have a strategy. I know at what percentage the two tech, two index environment will break. But if we ever go back to those rates, it's going to be- You're going to say something. So I'm going to know, all right, so I move on to something else. But this dude- I don't know if he wasn't trying to hear me. And I was Maybe like, he was having a rough day. I won't say anything discouraging or disparaging about the brother. Maybe he was just, tired. I was using my proper engineering voice. I wasn't even cussing his ass out. Like I normally would have. I wasn't like New York, Carrie Ann. I was like regular, you know, Carrie Ann, what part of New York are you from? What part of New York? Shout I hand the Bronx all in you too. Shout out to the VA. Shout out to the Shout Bronx. Out to the- but but, but it, it goes to the point that I always say, no one is responsible for making you rich or taking care of your money but you. Absolutely. And so that's, that's the way I went into it. I was like, yo, I have this money. It's more for six figures. I'm going to roll it over into this. And this is what I wanted to do. I want to 10 exit in five to 10 years. That's my plan. He's over here telling me, nah, you need to do bonds. I was like, bro, no, I do not. I want to do what I told you because I know people. You don't know who I know. Stop trying to beat me in the head with the BS. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I get he was trying to give you he was trying to give portfolio. me the hedges and shit but i was like that's not the environment that we're in i don't want to do that and then and finally it, we just settled on a self-directed fund and that was the end of the, co- the conversation and then hey, hey, carry in yeah carry in were, were you the one who told us about asml a few months back i told you about asml and then i uh, we started that conversation of uh global founding oh oh man yeah 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 and now they quietly went public nobody even made headlines about it um, but it yeah, quietly go. I was watching that. Uh, I mean, I was it wasn't in. big news. It wasn't like Rivion went public and it was everywhere. It was kind of like under the radar. Yeah, but Rivion's that, trash. That I said that from the start. I was like, no, as soon as, as soon she, as uh, she's being real, we, like we're not gonna do this. Tesla GM. But, there's a couple. Most EV, they're not going to move the needle in the space. They're not. Ford is gonna. Ford did exactly what I thought was gonna happen. They were gonna. They 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 rolled that hype and then it was like, you know what? Bet I'm out. I'm doing my own thing. And they already got the market. They have they have exactly what they need to do that. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying I have a heavy stake in straight forward. I might. I'm happy with the decision. So I'm like, <laughs> go ahead. Do your thing, Ford. I'm watching. G- GM is going to be a great... They're going to be like the Microsoft of that EV space. They'll be the second player. You have to understand that even with Rivian, that's going to be a good move for Amazon at scale. Mm-hmm. You have to look at it the same as if Peter Thiel's company. Out. Yeah, like yeah. Peter Thiel's company is able to make money from the government. 
Amazon is going to be able to subsidize. Now, over 10 years, could they create but the growth potential? And, and let's right. be honest, like the EV space, it sounds sexy. Like Mike said, if Apple, if, if Tim Cook hits that button and says, fuck you, Elon, I want war, they'll put 20 billion into it. It's game over. They'll be number two instantly. And who do you think? For this episode. You, no, no, like for I need you guys to go look and see in comparison who spend more time at the White House. How often does Tim Cook go versus Elon? Mm. You don't think if Apple comes out with a car that for the next three presidential cycles they're going to lean on Apple first? They probably will. Yeah, you're right. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, war. I definitely is war against we, we the got That's what the doubt you got to wrap okay. up. We gotta have Carrie Ann. Uh, yeah, yeah, on. Every, every week we gotta ask her a question. She's like, uh, you ever watch Jim Jones show the weather, uh, the drip report? Drip report, yeah. Mm-hmm. You got the guy from the Bronx, the correspondent from the Bronx. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Cat, yeah. I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad you called it because I'm like, yes, this was, this is the Carrie Ann I talked about ASML. Yes, thank you, yes, thank you thank for you, that. Thank and you. Hopefully, people took advantage of it at the time you said it, um, because it's going, it's been it's nothing but good. It's going crazy. It's going crazy. So shout out to you. Thank you. Carrie Thank Ann you. is a certified gem dropper. That's a fact. Oh, I appreciate yeah. that. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Deemed and proclaimed. Certified <laughs> gem dropper. <laughs> knighted. You've been knighted. <laughs> You've been knighted on Market Mondays. That's a fact. Thanks, Carrie Ann. That's and I want to wrap on a bond market. Anything above, if you guys get into the bond market, anything above 87 bucks is too high. That's why I tell you guys, go study the entire history of that landscape. You were buying in the top 90% of the market. You have no edge there. Like you really need to get, if you're going to get BND, you need to get it in the seventies, ideally like 69 bucks, 70 bucks. There is no alpha there for the bond market because all the money is flowing out elsewhere. It's an old and antiquated strategy. Even if you're older in your sixties, you should not be heavily weighted in the bond market. Should not be. So there you have what it. What do I know? Yeah. But everything. MG, <laughs> MG the mortgage guy, the legendary MG. It was a pleasure and an honor, my brother. You do something on Friday, right? Talk about that real quick. First of all, thank you guys. I appreciate you as always. Um, Friday. So a couple about a month ago, me and our brother uh Julian Gordon, we did a, a webinar. Um, four, three, two, one, how to get 10 doors in four years. It was an extremely successful webinar. Almost 3000 people attended. Um, so we're, we're running the webinar back. Um, actually just finished, you know, doing the webinar just now before I got on and it's a phenomenal, phenomenal webinar Friday, I believe 6 PM Eastern standard time. So if you guys are interested and you want to go to the website to register for the webinar, 10 doors and 4.com, 10 doors and 4.com. Register for the webinar. It's going to be playing Friday night, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Black Friday. Um, me and Julian, just, you know, he's Mr. Multifamily. Um, you know, I'm the mortgage guy, the mortgage god. And, you know, combined, we've helped hundreds of people. Buy Go multifamily. Buy multifamily. I like that. I like that, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> buy real estate especially multifamily homes so we coming together got a combined program you know what i'm saying to help you guys achieve your real estate goals in 2020 um me and my brother julian gordon so like i said go to the website to register for the webinar 10 doors and 4.com join the program we're going to teach you guys we're going to give you accountability 
um, the whole nine yards. So all my earners, you already know what it is. Um, we do break breads every, twice a month. I'm going to see y'all after Thanksgiving. I love y'all. International Club on EYLU, we're going to do a special class for you guys um, also for foreign nationals. So, you know, again, 10 and com, and then also EYL University, the biggest ever. And Thank just go to just just go to his Instagram page because nobody they're gonna be like ten four is, is it an end yeah, yeah, or matter of fact, I'm a, <laughs> yeah I'm gonna put it I'm gonna I'm gonna send the link to Mike so he can put it in the description <laughs> of the video and then also go to my link in my bio yeah, just just um, go to his Instagram MG the Mortgage Guy on Instagram MG the Mortgage Guy it's been a pleasure my brother uh, I'm gonna give everybody the last word but I just wanted to um, say you know everybody enjoy this holiday. Uh, if you have family, cherish your family. It's very important. Um, and if you, if, if you are fortunate, um, enough to give back in some capacity, give back, even if it's just a smile, or even if it's just a word of encouragement, you never know what somebody's going through. And this is a holidays, a very, um, depressing time for a lot of people that may not financially be able to provide for their families or, or they might not have family. Everybody's not blessed to even have family. So if you are, if you are fortunate, it's not just about money. It's about, you know, your health, it's about your family, all of that. So if you are fortunate, first and foremost, be thankful for your, for your fortune and share your fortune. And like I said, it just doesn't just mean money. It could just be some information. It could mean a smile. It could mean, you know, helping somebody across the road, you know, all of that goes a long way in this world. We need more positive um, acts, acts of kindness. And um, yeah, randomly you just reach out to somebody and, you know, you never know what somebody's going to. So it's, it's a very um, tough, tough world that we live in. It's a lot of negative influences and it's a lot of things that people are going up against. Right. So, you know, just, just keep that in mind. That sounds like that's not like my chunk. Give me a hug, man. <laughs> yo, you're ready to hug you because of COVID. You ever gave him the COVID? Might as well hug yeah, him. <laughs> nah, man. What he said is real. Shout out to all the earners who uh, participated in the National Day of Give Back this Saturday. Um, y'all know how important giving back is to us. Um, and what Shadi said was 100% accurate. If you're fortunate enough, please, not just money, but give time um, because that's valuably important to people who. No one's paying attention to um, our homeless population, for sure. Our people who are incarcerated, please reach out um, because it, it, it really can change someone's life. Um, and so I want to just give a huge shout out to all the educators out there. Y'all know, obviously, I come from education um, and this year has been tough from the, all the likes. Every time I speak to somebody in the education field, they just tell me how rough this year has been. Um, and so some of the morale has been lost. Um, so I want to pray for all my teachers and pray for all the students, man, because, again, we talk about uh having food as, as an option or not having food is, is not being an option anymore. So during this holiday break, think of the children who, who don't have families and who are, aren't fortunate enough to have a Thanksgiving dinner or a meal with theirs. So if you can give back, if you donate food to a school or a food pantry, please, I encourage you to do that. I definitely will. We will definitely be doing that. So again, uh, prayers up to everybody. Enjoy this holiday. Be safe. Be safe. Be safe. Be safe. Safety first. And rest in peace to young Dolph. Rest also. in peace. Yes, yes, yes. Rest absolutely. in peace. Condolences to his family for sure. Um, yeah. Ian, what would, what would you like to say? Um, I appreciate you guys so much, everybody in Red Panda. Thank you for running these numbers up. It was a monumental moment. They're all the earners. Thank you. I appreciate the, the support, Matt. Like I told you, we was in the Uber in Atlanta. Step into your greatness. Shine bright. Don't let anybody dim your light. It's time for you to go a hundred levels higher. 
Um, Stock Club members, Stock Club calls will return December 4th. Taking a break because we recalibrating and getting a couple nice surprises together. Um, and I want everybody to do me a favor. You can email me, Ian, at joinredpanda.com and tell me what you want me to add to the Stock Club because 2022, I want to uh, put a few amazing things in there for you. We're almost done. But I want to get you guys' feedback on what you want to see me add in Stock Club so we can make the best program uh, on earth. So love y'all. That's it, man. Um, thank you. I'm, I'm very honored, humbled. Once again, thank you to Charlemagne. Sincere brother. He didn't have to do any of that. Like, thank y'all. Thank Kevin. It's been amazing. And to my family, I love y'all. Can't wait to see you. So, yeah. Shout out to everybody out there. Don't forget my boy Shiggy tomorrow, EYL. And then Wednesday, we got a Forex episode. We are doing a Black Friday sale on merch, and we will be doing an EYLU Black Friday sale as well. So just tune in Wednesday. We'll release all that information. Art Basel information is on our website. <laughs> Don't play yourself. Be there. So, um, Super Bob. No, it's going to be a situation that's going to be legendary. Silky situations. <laughs> yes. Um, please, please dress responsibly. And... Uh, Oakland, <laughs> Oakland. Yo, Shotty's crazy. <laughs> Yo. Nah, because I remember I'm from that era where you know, I gotta talk about this real quick. Um Yo. Rants and gyms. This is the let's this, do it. Let's do it, man. You know, talk about I, how they be tying their shoes. Well when I when I was um when I was <laughs> when I tight, like they about to go hoop outside. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Girl, when I like, started oh. to go to uh, when I first started to go to Miami, you know, I remember the Forge, I remember the Fifth, I remember Preve. Last party we had, they shut down Preve. I was in Preve. I was in Preve, and Preve was the first club that I actually ever saw in my life that did not have a line. It was a mosh pit of people. And the bouncers just individually picked whoever they wanted to come in. That blew my mind. I never saw anything like that. And then the fifth carried on that same tradition. Yeah. Fifth became 500 um, after that, I think. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, you know, you got the lives and all of that. So I say that to say Miami, at least back then, it was like you couldn't play yourself and not. You had to look the look. Mm -hmm. You had to look the look. Miami's one of these places where you had to look the look. And um, that really set the tone. For that for that city. So shout out to Ross. Shout out to when I think of Miami, I think of like that Rick Ross, Maybach music, Aston Martin music. That's the kind of vibe I think you of when I think of Miami. Drop top in a ghost me. Yes. <laughs> so we gonna recreate. <laughs> Yo, Troy, you all want today, son. <laughs> we gonna we gonna recreate. We gonna recreate that. I don't want to say cocaine cowboys. No, no, that's not that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo, listen, listen up, listen up, listen up. I'm telling you, we're going to have them, we're going to have that cloth on. Uh, shot. We're going to be outside. Y'all saw what happened to Josephine's. In. Get your sleep now. <laughs> we're going to be on. We're going to have Ian outside with us. We're going to have them drop out. We're going to be outside. Financially responsible, though. Oh, yes. that part. Yes. Financially yes. responsible is the key because, you know, the last time we all was out turning up, it was kind of, you know, outside was expensive that night. <laughs> expensive Food pain. Expensive pain. Expensive like pain, that. bro. Expensive I like that. Pain. Expensive but you, you, pain, you but... itemized it, though. Food and beverage. <laughs> Food and beverage. That's the key. Uh, company outing. 
That damn show was a company outing. Company outing. Promotions. Expensive. <laughs> definitely, definitely marketing and promotions. That's a new item line. Thanks, Ian. <laughs> Thank was, you. Yeah. Thank you. Shout out to Miss Business. We, we meet with her tomorrow. But uh, yeah, <laughs> shout so out got, to Miss got Business. Got a, that's a fact. That's a fact. You'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> Call my CPA. Oh, uh, oh so yeah. And then, yes, Oakland Real Estate Expo, December 11th. We're coming to the town. Shout out to the town. We'll be in there. We'll be in the town a few days early. Yeah. We'll, we'll tell you about that later. Um, so yeah, we uh, <laughs> you know, it's, 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 a, it's a legendary, legendary run. It's better to be friends with us. <laughs> That is a fact. You be don't kind. want to be on the outside looking in. Be kind. Hate to be on this. I hate to be on the outside of this bubble. You said no window shopping. No window <laughs> shopping allowed. Unfortunately. Not congratulations. Be kind. You friendships are very. Friendships are very. Friendships are very important in this world. Relationships are important. Yeah. Yes. yes that's true. We're not going to give true. any bullets and board material. <laughs> 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 Uh, all right, y'all. All right, guys. Be safe. Shout out to the cooks. Yo, shout out to all the cooking committees out there. Shout out to all the eating committees out there. Enjoy shout your Thursday. Shout out to Friendsgiving. That's the new vibe. Friends yeah, Friends, that, yeah, that is a vibe. Shout Friends, out to that. Let's get this Breakfast Club to five million. If Ooh, that's least. the new number. That's the new number. At five. Least. Let's do it. Let's and, do and it. And listen, to all the executives in the media, please stop playing me like I'm top, not top tier talent. We're going to put on a bigger show every time. Every city going to be bigger. Shout out the energy. See? There it is. See, if we get on it at the same time, it's going to be trouble. <laughs> yeah, I like this, Ann. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like this, Ann. Let's the go. Dumb language we, 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 we don't know. Your, your Q score is considerably lower than we would like. Okay. Shout out to Charlemagne. So, like, we're going to run up. Hey, hey yo, Matt, when he up. picks up the microphone, that's when he's about to go at it. Yeah, you, 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 doing you, you, you can see it. Y'all. I'm talent and financier. Quit playing with me. Don't, don't play with what we're doing. UTA, what we doing? Oh, let me, let me you shout out to UTA. Let me let me say this before I forget. This is marketing, by the way. I'm, I'm humble. <laughs> Watch my TED talk. Watch my TED talk. Also, if you get an opportunity. No, let me do it. Let me do it. Listen, listen. This man right here. He putting on a TED talk for the ages. It's called the financial revolution because that's what it is. We just happen to be blessed to be a part of it. And some may say at the forefront of it, it's a 17 minute dissertation. You got to draw a line in the sand. Okay. The line has been drawn. You got to pick what size you on. That's why we call it bunker season. Bunkers. <laughs> Bottom line, get your helmets on, get in your bunker. If you're not on this side of the line. Yo, y'all all want today. Yo, <laughs> What did I miss on the first half? Yo, y'all own one. (laughs) No, it really is bucket season. But nah, seriously, go check that out. That TED Talk is incredible. Um, The financial revolution will be monetized and it will be televised. And we said he said that uh, very eloquently. It was a standing ovation. The first standing ovation of that night was when uh, he had finished that. Uh, so shout out to, to shout out to you and uh, everybody that was in attendance to witness say, that. Say, say that bar one more time. The financial revolution will be what? Tell him. Say how you said it too. It will be televised and it will be monetized. He said that his Rashad. He was playing. Was, uh, he was playing some AZ when you wrote that one, ain't it? <laughs> yeah, he was definitely playing some Nas when he came yeah, up with that one. He was definitely on his Esco shit on yeah. that one. Yeah. We're, gonna, we're gonna write a documentary on it. Oh man, <laughs> big boss. So, yeah, yeah. big boss only. Uh, what a time! What a time! Be alive. All right, guys. Oh, LeBron James, hold your head. The first time that he's ever got suspended, the NBA, you should be, you should be ashamed of yourself. You, cannot, you. 
I don't know. Any he game got one was too game, much. I think. You can't suspend the king. That's been 18 years. He's never got suspended ever. You can't suspend the king. The boy got stitches in his face. You can't suspend bro, the king. He elbowed your man. He out. Yeah, come on. That, that come on, bro. It was an accident. It was an accident. It wasn't no accident, bro. It was an accident. It was an accident. Nah, that boy has stitches in his it was, face. It was an accident. I don't LeBron, know about that one. Hold your head, man. LeBron got retired two years. He got, he got two more seasons. He done. Who's gonna win the NBA championship, Ian? Crystal Ball. Crystal Ball of sports betting. Crystal Ball of sports. And, and I told y'all, <laughs> turn this. Kanye let's, really, let's really make some money off this thing. <laughs> well, monetize it. Come y'all, on, y'all Ian. Monetize. Pay a premium. Let's go to Vegas. Yep. Let's go to Vegas with this thing. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna make some of some of y'all should have bet on a Kanye and Drake thing. Some of y'all would have been up. We definitely need that for for yo and what's good, man. We need to have an offline conversation about this. I need twenty five percent all back. Turn my DraftKings account on. I got yeah. DraftKings, <laughs> DraftKings. Oh, you gonna be the new Phil Ivy? Oh man, license to go in the casino. All right, all right, guys. All right, y'all. Here love is love, man. Be good, be good, be blessed. We out. Peace. Peace. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast.